Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk animated shows and movies here, especially Miraculous Ladybug and The Owl House. Find everything about us at OverlyAnimated.com. I'm your host, Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stovall. Hey, y'all. And April Collins. Hi there. We are back talking Miraculous Ladybug, finally, Miraculous Ladybug Season 4, the latest three episodes that have aired in the United States. Uh... Psychomedian, Chilin, and Kuro Neko. Uh, we are covering the U.S. Disney Channel television releases. Uh, more on that in a second. Uh, you can find all of our Ladybug podcasts at OverlyAnimated.com. See our previous Season 4 discussions as we are very close to the Season 4 finale, our, probably our last podcast before the Ladybug Season 4 finale. So, dun, dun, dun. Yes. Uh, and check out we'd some podcasts on some other shows. Check all that at overlyanimated.com. Al has coming back soon, so we're gonna be in the thick of thing. Al has coming back after Ladybug ends, season four ends. So uh, that's good, honestly. That's I don't think I could emotionally handle both at the same yeah. time. Well, fi- I feel like I would explode. Uh, well, you might explode because season five probably not gonna air in too long after that. <gasps> Who knows when? Because you know they they produce them together four and five, so shouldn't be all a right. long time before five starts airing. But we oh don't. Oh my know gosh! That. If they immediately start airing five, I'm gonna die. Okay, but here here they're just Some instead of like might. airing it, they're just gonna drop it. They're like, here's all of season five. Here you go. <laughs> they're gonna <laughs> drop it on like Disney Plus just to make us mad. <laughs> Literally, yes. that would be like so much more coordinated than anything they've ever done. So we'd be <laughs> so lucky. We'd be so lucky. Anyway, uh, they are putting the rest of these episodes on Disney Plus soon after they are airing, so that's pretty cool. Uh, okay, so we are following the U.S. Disney Channel releases, despite there have been major leaks. I understand that some of you listening might have seen uh, the last two of the last three episodes already. Part one of the finale leaked in the in U.S. on-demand platforms, including on-demand for me for some reason. They accidentally put it up, then they took it down a few days later. <laughs> Dumbest leak. Wow. Uh, I think that's Disney Channel's fault. I think they hit published too early. But regardless, no one's seen the actual last episode yet, so that's nice. But anyway, we have only seen these three episodes up. We've seen all the episodes up to the last three of the season, right? So we finally filled in all the gaps. I don't have to do the stupid listing the episodes anymore. Uh, So we have seen uh, spoilers for everything up until the last three episodes of the season. We have not seen beyond that. We have not seen the leaks. Please do not spoil us. Please don't comment about the finale yet it'll be on and not too long um and then we'll be back to talk about the the last three episodes so yeah that's what we're doing we're talking about psycho median chilin kuroneko we haven't seen anything beyond kuroneko basically in so the are there three already. episodes left or two three episodes so one more episode and then the two-part finale okay okay oh, got it, got it. yes so that's what we have coming up here okay uh so we have uh just uh you guys have just finished getting caught up. We all just saw Kroneko today. It just came out. Another two episodes the previous two weeks. Let's get some uh, high-level reactions. Just the things that uh, are uh, coming most to mind about any of the three episodes. Delaney. Oh, geez. Um, I have a lot of thoughts and feelings and in, like, crying from Chilen and Kroneko. Um, You know, we know me, Cat Stan... Uh, also, I will say psycho, uh, psychomedian. I don't, I'm not sure how to say it. Yeah, psychomedian, psychomedian. Yeah. Okay. He, I will say, I was like, that episode like flipped really fast and I enjoyed it. Like, it was, I was like high key, like secondhand embarrassment for a really long time. And then it was like hilarious. Like, it was mm-hmm. so funny. So I really enjoyed that episode. So it was good to have that before I was just like sad boy hours for two episodes. <laughs> 
Okay. Yes. So yeah, I, I these are these are uh, this is the really the range of Ladybug with these three episodes. Yes. I think so. Yes. It's a also, fun Marinette's movie to talk mom about. is like the coolest person on earth, and we I honestly we should have a spinoff show of just Marinette's mom. I would watch it. Yeah, Sabine's uh, routine, um, just like the most orderly show, something like. Also, that. her mom, like Marinette, gets her her intelligence from her mom. Yeah, even though they're yeah. in the opposite way, but yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, April, your uh, b- biggest thoughts here. Um, yes. Uh, Sabine is the best, and I want her to be my mom. And if she can't be my mom, then can I at least grow up to be her when I get older? Right. <laughs> I think that's under your control, yes. <laughs> you say that. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> uh, Psychomedian... That that episode was something, um, but I feel like the character I most relate to now is Angry Ladybug. Yes, um, yes. Um, and also his little like wheezing laugh drove me crazy. <laughs> like I wish I could have just muted him every time he did that. But uh, and then Carol Neko, I was like, oh, we're doing this. And at first I thought it was a joke because you know how they love to psych us out about stuff. And I was like, this isn't real. <laughs> and I guess it was. Does it, Yeah. Were you guys frustrated? Does it count as real if we get a new cat, but then he goes back by the end of the episode? Oh, no, I was. So I was all in on what they did because I was in the middle of it. Like, oh, I hope he he needs to be cat noir again. So I like I, I was <laughs> like, I was like, this is I was like, no. Yeah. I think Delaney can translate for the the cat stands for us in yes. this, in this episode. Um, also, that at the end of the episode was so cute. Yes, the, the last scene. Yes, I was like, I need to like protect you, tiny human. I think that's the most motherly I've ever felt <laughs> towards Adrian. No, the little kid is. Oh, at the, the kid! End of- oh, I missed. The yeah, part. yeah, the kid. Yeah, uh, just one of uh, the latest of Hawk Moth's. Uh, <laughs> children akumatize okay i was like did he akumatize a cat like i was <laughs> i thought too <laughs> he should have that would have been better like i was like did he just straight up akumatize a cat i wish yeah uh we'll talk we'll talk about Kuroneko, the scent monster um yeah i think these are three great episodes very happy to have uh, gotten them. We fi- yeah. So I, I didn't mention it, but Psycho Media in episode five of the season, Chile in episode twenty. So we finally got those two. Um, I think these three episodes demonstrate like a wide range of what Ladybug is capable of. Um, yeah. Psycho Mean's a great romance episode that's also really hilarious with like one of the best gags of the show. It's so funny. Chi <laughs> uh, Lin is. Uh, I have a lot of like really good things to say about it, but generally, like Ladybug's never done an episode like that in terms of explicit like moral themes yeah i I don't think that ladybugs ever had that strong of commentary you could argue that that is one of the few weak points in ladybar ladybugs like repertoire of what it's capable of i think there's a lot of like subtle moral themes like implicit ones that the the show has we've talked about the value of like life uh with including set monsters and stuff but it's no it hasn't had like a message episode not that you need to have a message episode but just coming in season four and 
in my opinion, being really good in terms of like and in, in the messages it's able to communicate. Uh, I was pretty surprised Ladybug was capable of, of that. Like we hadn't really seen that before. And I think it fills in like a huge hole in terms of what it is capable of theme wise. So, well, I mean, uh, yeah. Considering uh, what is it? the Whatever. At, I think it was season two where we had the episode we're not going to talk about. Or maybe it was season one. It was season one. That's season one. Okay, to come from that to this episode is like, oh, I can't believe we got here. And, like, so I, I like, that was, like, you know, I was watching the episode and I was like, oh, God, something horrible is about to happen. And then I was not ready for what that horrible thing was. And then, like, everything you said, like, the fact that they did this. And when you were talking about, like, um implicit lesson like a lot of times like especially in season one there were lessons but they were like for the characters but like this was for us and that i think that for me that's like really this big shift for ladybug and honestly i'm glad like if they're gonna let's say this is the only one they ever do i'm glad it was this one yeah yeah i I think you could argue thinking about it that uh the closest we've had to this is the uh, environmental themes from the space dumpsters and the oxygen tower so i think that's it's really been it's had like message episodes in terms of the environment But they're like they're not it's not like those episodes didn't do what this episode did well it's like that's not the point of the episode this was the point of the episode it's more in your face it's more like it's more like this is about humans and stuff um yeah, I, 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 it's and it's good on it's it's like really great at what it's communicating on multiple levels too. Like there's yes. multiple themes that I'm really impressed that it was able to successfully communicate. So we'll we'll talk we'll talk about Chilin probably after Kuroneko, but uh, worthy of a uh, in depth discussion to whatever extent that uh, we feel like we want to get into that. Um, Kuroneko. So this just aired today. We've had the least time with it. Uh, I I want to get all of our thoughts on it, but uh, I think this is a classic episode of ladybug i think it's it's incredible it was uh best arguably best episode ever for adrian's character um the uh it's it's like a great like kind of mythology episode because we get in like a new version of of cat um it's it's the great lady noir episode for that side of the romance um gorgeous episode too in terms of animation especially coming off of the thesis for the show uh in what way in the well, you know, well, you know, because honestly, like, it kind of in the way we discussed the show, like the you know when Plog was telling Adrian at the end, like you're not Cat Noir or Adrian, you're both, and that's kind of like that's the whole point the show has been trying to make since episode one, but it just hadn't quite got there. About about Adrian's character. Well, about one about Adrian's character, but also about the show in general because that's how both like. The whole love, like the love rectangle and everything, because mm. they love each other, but they're not just Marinette and Adrian, and they're not just Labo and Cat Noir, they're both. Yeah, that's interesting in terms of applying. I agree, it's like easily a thesis for Adrian's character that Plog says at the end. I, it's really interesting applying that more globally. Um, well, for me, it's like he actually said it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've talked many times in this podcast about how a lot of fans respond to Cap by being like, oh, he's he's actually Cat Noir. It's his true self. And it's like, is the right. show saying that? Is it saying it's more? It's, is it not saying that? And this episode, it clearly says, OK, you're you're like you're both. Um, and I enjoy I'm really glad that they were going. It's not an either or like this is, you know, this duality. And really, that's what the show's about. And so I think I really enjoy that as opposed to them being like. The limit to yeah, I think to state it more clearly, the, the like uh, duality of like these two teenage uh, uh, kids thrust into being right. superheroes and like what that entails for them uh, personally. 
Yeah. yeah, I do think it probably applies a lot to marriage. And it's well. not just so easy. It's not just, oh, I'm one or the other. No, you're both. Yeah. Uh, April, what do you think of Kronecker? Do you really like it? I, I did. I really liked it. Um, I did. I mean, I really did. I thought they were pranking us all the way up until the end. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> you guys are just so... <laughs> you've been scarred yeah. way too much, and you're not going to like be able to accept when something big actually does happen. Exactly. Uh, you, they you just... me. <laughs> You're going to be in denial after the episode's done. This is literally trauma. Yeah. I mean, I agree with like feeling like you're getting pranked when he like legit took his ring off. It was like, what? Yeah. Well, unlike that's, that's the other thing. I mean, like it's kind of something that we'd been sort of leading up to with the other episodes. And I can't remember where this one, I know you literally probably just said it, but I can't remember where this falls in line with the season, but like literally this has been like the, like, like where we've been going with Adrian in terms of this season a little bit, because he's seeing, you know, ladybug function more and more without him. Um, and then just like him coming to terms with the fact that, you know, like, yes, ladybug needs you, but she doesn't always need you. It's kind of like when you say like, I love you, but I don't always have to like you. So (laughs) I feel like it's some, I feel like it's like that kind of thing. Um, yeah. By the way, Kuroneko is the la- the last episode we've seen now. Um, the the two the other two are earlier in the season, but this is the latest episode right after Ephemeral. Um, okay. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So then that then that makes sense. Like this episode makes you more. I say makes more sense. Um, but also, there's no way you can watch Ephemeral and then start this episode and not think you're getting pranked. Right. Yeah, the person who's watching in order. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> they're like, this is fake. <laughs> they're like, this is not real. You can't uh, hold me again. <laughs> I'm on to you. <laughs> That's me and Delaney the entire episode. <laughs> if something uh, real, if something real happens in the like part two of the finale, you guys are just. It's, I want to see your reaction. You're good, you're going to come on the podcast. You're going to be like. So this is going to go away next episode, right? Like this is. I feel, I feel like if there was ever a time to like record ourselves watching an episode, like <laughs> it would be <laughs> like this season. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, also like in terms of Ladybug, uh, buckle up because like we said, season five not going to start probably too long after this ends, and you know the end of season five is like the end of like the main part of the show, right? So it's like. Could end it this year, this calendar year. We could get the big season five finale. Probably, we, maybe more like early next year. But I yeah. don't know if I can emotionally handle that. I feel like they really need to give us the movie. Yeah, where's oh, the yeah, movie? we don't know. We don't know what's. I, I, Jeremy, let's not talk about Jeremy's in his own world with the movie. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> he's he he's three. He's th- I, it's, they're at least threatening to release it before the finale. Anyway, um, but but anyway, but yes. So like. So I think that, like, I agree that this is a great episode to show Adrian's growth and to kind of put the the accumulation of this season for him into, like, an episode. So, um, because, like, we've just been watching him just get more and more frustrated at the fact that, like, Ladybug doesn't necessarily need him. But then, and then I, like, my heart broke for him. I was like, me too, buddy. Let's hide under the cover. <laughs> I was so sad, but it was also undercut by the fact that Natalie has an exoskeleton. She does. I was like, oh, Natalie. Also, I like that they really have to, like, drive home the fact that she's, like, recovering by making her cough. 
Okay, yeah, like, I'm like, oh, you, you don't, you need robot legs, but no, we have to make sure you cough. Like, <laughs> for real? So, like, did she... Okay, is this the Natalie... What's the Natalie d- conclusion? She's walking again. She has some sort okay. of uh, prosthetics, I, I yeah. To, I have to ask, because did she at some point become, like, paralyzed? Well, she was I in... She, so, she was in bed for the re- right, all of the season. We, this is the first time we've seen her like, out of bed. Yeah, we just assumed she was just kind of like you know running a fever or something. Right, we didn't we didn't know if she couldn't use her legs. Yeah, that's what this implies. <laughs> yeah, so well, I get so it's either she was paralyzed or she is paralyzed, or this is implying like she was in bed for so long that her muscles wasted. Mm. Oh, yeah, I think but I so those. we still don't know. It's either or, and so into that point, we we didn't know, and it's a bit shocking for her to be like, I have an exoskeleton. Like you can't just like we can't and, like. This- <laughs> We're just not gonna address it. At all. Well, I can't. I can't. Literally, like, I'm like, this is a really deep Adrian, like, bro, a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm processing a lot, and then she comes around the corner, and I'm like, what? Well, this, this was our Natalie check in. I guess a good question is, are we doing something with Natalie at the end of the season? I mean, they gave her robot legs, so I'm gonna go with probably. I think my. I mean, I have to look at an image. I think she just like probably gets into it, like. When she gets out of bed, she like I don't, I don't think those are always on her. I don't it know. It like went up her back and everything. Yeah. Okay. So like we don't know. which kinda like led me to believe that maybe she was like paralyzed or something. Like also, did like, did the broken Akuma like go in and like snap her spine or something? Okay. Or, like, <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> we have like iPad dad. Like we have, you know, hologram dad. I don't like <laughs> what I, I don't know, like, what technological timeline are we in right now? Like, this doesn't make sense. Yeah, we, okay, we've, we've seen that uh, that Gabriel has advanced technology beyond uh, our worlds before. <laughs> it's like, what? But, it's like, just awesome. barely, kind of. Just, yeah, it's like, yeah. like, this is a thing, but, like, it doesn't actually work, and it's in a research lab somewhere at, like, Caltech? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you could argue this is already an alternate version of our world since Miraculouses have always been around, so maybe technology develops slightly differently. Something like that. Because we have magic. I don't yeah. know. Anyway. Um, any other Natalie commentary? We can close out Natalie after this. I agree. That was They, they really slipped that in there. Oh, they did not even slip. They were like, you're watching the episode and they swing a sledgehammer at you. Like, I'm like, why did you do that? <laughs> And they're not subtle subtle about it either. It has like blue lights on it. I'm like, y'all were like, we're going to make her Tron. Like, I don't (laughs) understand. But um, one one thing on Natalie is I I feel like there was a scene missing. And maybe we'll get it later. Like, it, you know, a follow up. Like when she was asking, she was like, uh, when she was talking to Gabriel. And Gabriel was like, when's this next photo shoot? And she's like, three days. And he's like, oh, he's going to be fine. And it's like, wow, Gabriel. Okay. Yeah, they didn't well, follow I'm up. Not on even it concerned. <laughs> it's like not the point of the episode, I guess. Um, but but like did... definitely, Natalie was very concerned. Yeah, yes. which is nice. Uh, nice that Adrian has her walking yeah, around again. Adrian has someone to care about. <laughs> I mean, his pseudo mom, right? Like uh, the past yeah. since the shows began. Um, yeah, the Kuroneko very busy. Okay, so one of the best episodes of the season, or no? Question mark. I, I think, think it's one of the best episodes of the show. Yeah, well, a little bit synonymous with, but uh, yeah. that's true. It also I think, just looked so pretty. Yes. Like, I was yeah. going going from Chi Lin, which was uh, 
probably one of the worst looking episodes we've seen in a while. Um, they, they've had some animation studio issues. I don't know if that applied. That really? Episode. I didn't think it looked um, bad. At least the first, the first scene with uh, Sabine. Anyway, uh, the, it was, it's fine. I don't really care that much about that stuff, but particularly Kuroneko looked amazing. I, I definitely agree. Um, I think, I think oh, top okay. 10 episode of the season, uh, maybe even top five. Yeah. There've been some really good ones. They but. used all of their budget on the lighting for new cat noir. Yeah. It was it was worth it because it was glorious. <laughs> oh, it was. <laughs> it was that was they used all of the budget for his little ponytail. Yeah, that's exactly. It was it was worth it. And for all of the scenes where you just look up, like look up at him, and then yeah, <laughs> also all of the budget on like this adorable lucky cat piggy bank synth monster. <laughs> yes that's where all the money went yes it's all here yes. and i'm fine I with money was spent. this ponytail i'm looking at the picture it's <laughs> <laughs> ponytail it's so, also it's like I, I will say the closing scene where you know like the it's not a stinger it's the the splash screen at the end yeah. this one was giving me very uh the man in the iron mask like it was very Yes. Like, that's, like, that's what we're going for because that's what I got. Well, yeah. I don't even know like what this outfit is. <laughs> okay, let's I, let's I, talk about Catwalker. Like, that's the, yes. the the I mean we the, we have some First themes off, to get into, but Catwalker is the worst name. Yes. Oh, so what are they going for with Catwalker? I don't know. I, don't I thought know. they had like way cooler names whenever they were first going through yeah. the list. They had way better names. Yeah, and then they were like names. Catwalker. And I'm like, that's what you picked? Yeah, I'm not sure what this is in French or anything, but uh, yeah, we get oh, Catwalker. Yeah. Um, I hope it's better in French. Catwalker makes no sense. I think this episode probably is not aired in French yet, which is dumb. But uh, yeah. The... Also, like, I don't understand we're like Cat Noir. And like, we're in English. Cat Noir. And then we're like, Catwalker. Like, you know, you could have just made it whatever it is in French. Like, why did you do this? Yeah, I mean, we, it, you know, you have a... Uh, uh, Papillon and Hawkmoth. Sometimes they change it, sometimes yeah. they don't. Um, but uh, anyway, Catwalker. Uh, he has he has a. Uh, so when I saw it, he to me he gives off uh, very uh, Oji Sama. Uh, yeah, Oji Sama vibes, like a prince, uh, like a yes. like very yes. proper, like pretty boy in an anime. Yes. Um, yes. Have yeah. you seen the Man in the Iron Mask? No. Okay, so we. Yes, we are in agreement. Okay. Yes. Look it yeah. up. Uh, it's, it's a Leonardo DiCaprio movie. Yeah. He, he does give off Leo vibes, young Leo. No, it's, vibes. it's literally like if once you literally like, look at the Wikipedia for Man in the Iron Mask, like it's the same. You're gonna also. I love that his like buttons are little cat paws. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I didn't see that. I will yeah, say I missed like It looks like he has a royal outfit on, it does. Um, it yeah. does. It looks like he just like he stepped out of a ball and was just like, oh, like he's like um fancy ball at eight uh saving Paris at nine. Like <laughs> Like he he they he really was like I swear Thomas was like, you know what the only thing the world knows? French Revolution. We're giving him there is a French Revolution uh cat noir. I think the ponytail is probably my favorite part. And and the ears, <laughs> ears at the top, which I guess Cat Nora normally has, but uh, yeah. do they look yeah. like this? Are they just sticking out of his hair, or is it just that the hair is different? And they then... they look like they took like Plog's ears exactly, and then just like pasted it on. <laughs> I've never good. understood the physics of uh, Adrian's okay. costume anyway, so it's fine. Um, I'm glad he still has a belt tail. 
Yes, that's extremely important. No bell, right? He doesn't have the bell on him. No bell. That's the real tragic. That's like the worst part. I feel like the bell was insulted last episode. Does he have a unibrow? A unibrow. I don't know. (laughs) It looks like that from the mask. Yes. (laughs) So so this is, so Catwalker is Ladybug's ideal cat noir. Um, It's like Prince Charming cat noir. Yeah. yeah. So he's also described as like very serious versus his like zany cat noir. It says very serious cat noir. Um, I thought it was heart plog to say no cat puns. Do you think it like really hurt him like deep down? A lot. I love Adrian repeating that. No cat puns, any situation whatsoever. (laughs) Um, I I thought like okay, I was already like in on Catwalker. I thought it was fun, but then once Ladybug starts like blushing at him and stuff, it's just so fun. Like that's so good. Well, my my favorite is when her like she won't stop looking at him. That's my favorite. Like her, yes. she's like, like, witching, hilarious. The, the lady, the, the yeah, the the Lucky Charm vision, the Ladybug vision, and he she just kids to too so distracted by him. Uh, mm-hmm. That's such a funny concept. Um, that that was that was so good. Yeah, the combination of him and his per- persona and the outfit, and then Ladybug's <sighs> reaction. Uh, it's yeah, it's it's really wonderful. Well, it's, and then when when he's like, I want to take care of you. It was like, oh my god! And then I know. It's, I, it's yeah. like, I Ladybug didn't die, like literally on the spot. <laughs> but also, well, how did she just not like die in this episode? <laughs> also, I can't believe Plog listened. Uh, in what in what capacity? Plog listened to what Marinette was saying. I was like, yes. Oh well, yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. This is guardian. <laughs> It, it, yeah, yeah Pla- it, it seems Plag. like Plague just ignores Adrian constantly. Plague just um, does whatever Plague wants. But yeah, he knows everything the Ladybug wants. Yeah, he respects Marinette, like because she's the guardian, but not Adrian, I guess. <laughs> I mean, he does. He does. He does. Uh, uh, yeah, no. This is this was uh, Catwalker's line. You take care of everybody equally, Ladybug. Now I want to take care of you. Um, wow. She's just like, <gasps> yeah. Wow. So good. Sorry, I, I was checking on a hairball. Oh, and then <laughs> I was just being nauseous from that line. <laughs> oh, and then Is... when he didn't laugh at her cat pun, she was like, <gasps> "I know." She was like offended. <laughs> so good. Uh, uh I, I want to see Catwalker again. I, uh, you know, yes. no disrespect to Cat Noir, but um, like he of... just makes Ladybug like it's just so funny. Yeah. It's, yeah. It... I, For oh me, it was the way he was like taunting. Like, like one of my favorite scenes in Chilin is uh, when he's like, "Oh, I thought you were trying to say something with that car," and he's like, "Oh God!" <laughs> he's like, <"Running> <laughs> "Like so funny." And then with the cat, he's like, "Meow, meow," and I'm like, mm, "Like it's funny. Like I like what Catwalker does, but it's just not as good as Cat Noir like berating the villains while they're throwing like vehicles at him." Yes. Uh, I thought of the fanfic. Uh, so anyone has permission to write this. So after Marin- after Marinette and Adrian start dating and they know each other's identities post season five, uh, Marinette's like, uh, Adrian, you know, I kind of miss uh, you being Catwalker. What if we uh, pretend and go back to and, and he and then like he does Catwalker and wants to. Oh, you just just. You just assume that he's going to tell her that he was also Catwalker? <laughs> They're going to know each other's identities, but not Catwalker. <laughs> well, she, okay, well, well, Marinette thinks, that's the thing. Marinette thinks there's two 
there's there's two guys like so that's because like, they look the same obviously okay um, yeah but we I mean, once all the identities are on the table they're gonna like role play by head by uh he's gonna be like it's a good it's a good uh fanfic okay well, um, no, I, no i agree with the fanfic and i'm gonna add i'm gonna add a bonus scene like this is this is the this yes. is the part april needs is like they're so like they're talking about Count Walker or something, and Adrian says something that makes Marinette realize that they're the same person. Oh, that yeah. like, Adrian's like, I forgot to tell you I was Catwalker. I didn't even think of it. And then and then she's like, I can't believe that you tricked me twice. And then like and then, then we can get into And then she Cat and Walker. then she's like sheepishly like, Do you mind what if we did that again? What if you went back to Catwalker? Yeah, see, we could do both. Like, it could be, it's two yes. chapters to this pick. It can be a multi chapter yes. pick. Yes. Okay. You're okay. you're gonna write it after this. Got All it. right, so we're we're stepping into the multiverse. Got it. Uh multi yeah, there's multiple cats. That's what this multiple is. This, this was well, this was truly the Spider Man whatever of the No of Lady No Way right? Home, is that one? Or is yeah. it Far From I don't remember it. All the yeah, names have home in them, it's confusing. I mean that would be if all the ladybugs came in, like uh like yeah, all the past. That like all the Kubitized villains at once. I guess I We've guess done that. Was that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh so we love Catwalker. Uh, other big other big themes of Kuroneko. So we've been talking about this uh the whole season. Uh, one of the major arcs, and by the way, this was I, I for this podcast, I came up with the six major arcs that the finale might address in Ladybug, and one of them was Adrian being dissatisfied by his role on Ladybug's new uh, kind of Ladybug as the Guardian, Ladybug's new hero team. Uh, this has been a constant theme throughout the show, and I love that we didn't wait for the finale to kind of culminate yes. this arc. Yeah. We did it in this episode, Kuroneko. So um, I think this just means the finale is going to be like worse, like like worse in the way that it's going to physically hurt. Yeah, uh, I would hope. I think it's going to be more dramatic. Yeah, than it was, uh, yeah, yeah it's like they're, they're like hurt. They're like, oh, you thought this was the big deal? No, <laughs> it's like oh right. no. So I get, okay. So Adrian here's one said to monster. Bam. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, that is one of the six is, uh, and that plays into this, you know, if he learns he's a Santa monster, then that would really exacerbate his feelings here. However, uh, we end the episode, I would describe this as Ladybug and Cat Noir, they both gain a greater appreciation and understanding of Cat Noir's current role on the team, is, is my description of how this ends. That being said, nothing has changed with his role. We were kind of anticipating this would yeah. tie into his role changing, some sort of identity reveal. If Cat, like, if they know each other's identities, then his role would change. But nothing changes here. So the question is, is this the end of this arc of Adrian being dissatisfied with uh, with him not always being involved? Or will this come up again this season? So I feel like it's over. You think it's... I agree. I do think it's over. But I do think... They're leaning very hard into Marinette can't know Adrian's identity. Yeah. So I think maybe I do think he's gonna like it's we're gonna get a reveal, but it's gonna be Danino or Alia. So yes, yeah, so we've repeatedly so sometimes in like a show and you repeatedly say something, we're gonna like address that. Like so yeah, Ladybug right. can't know Kat's identity. So yes. one thing we've we've speculated was what if Alia knows both of their identities? What if Alia learns Kat's identity? But Luca already knows Luca both of Luca their does identity. know Luca both knows. Of them, but they don't know so, that. Yeah. Right. So my guess is that if we're gonna do any type of identity reveal thing, it's gonna revolve around Luca. Because he already knows. And then did and we you dispel would think, yeah. 
Because I thought part of the fear, too, because part of the fear was all you know is Marinette's identity. Yes. And so she is. Did we dispel that? Because I know. Uh, it's, uh, so Alia successfully threw Shadow Moth off the scent. Yes. Okay. Uh, earlier, so, earlier so she could, but she's also a risk. So it, I guess, I guess he has to, t- I guess it'll have to be Nino. Nino. Yeah. That would be interesting. If like, someone theoretically, else like, if, out. You know, based on like the rules they're giving us right now is one person. One person can't, can't know both. both. Yeah. So if, if Nino knew Cat, Alia knew Ladybug, they just promised not to tell each other. Yeah. And then it'd be well, hilarious. Like, yeah, but they don't. Yeah, but that. Well, that's and we've talked about like why didn't Luca tell Marinette? Well, that's why Luca didn't tell Marinette because he's not supposed to. Yeah. So that would yeah. screw things up. So uh, I think I don't know. I like. I think the closest we got to like an identity reveal of like Adrian and Cat Noir, at least to like Nino, was whenever like Nino told Adrian. Yeah. So oh, Nino, the Nino Noir. You mean Nino Noir? Yeah. And um. Because in, I really in, in Rocketeer, uh, Nino yeah, reveals that I, him and all you know they're both their identities. Yeah, because I really thought at one moment during that episode that Adrian would was going to tell Nino. Yeah, because that yeah. would have been like the, I guess like the, the parallel for like Marinette. Like, I think Marinette, it's coming, but we had to do this first with we had to have Kuroniko first. I kind of don't. Like, I kind of just want to see how it plays out with just Luca knowing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it would be it would be nice if we addressed Luca knowing in some capacity. We're talking, we've kind of went to one of the other of the six, so we'll because, go these. Because the other thing with, like, Luca knowing is that they've also, like, made, I mean, yeah, we're, like, really driving home that, like, Marinette can't know Kat's, like, identity or whatever. But we've also, like, not given up on the fact that Luca knows both. Well, no one identity except Luca. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll come but, back into play. Yeah. Yeah. But like, but like in terms of like, you know, like at the beginning of the season, like, you know, Marinette revealed it to, to Alia and we sort of like let that play out. But then essentially like that kind of arc has ended. And so yeah. now like this is the new like thing that needs to be taken care of in a sense. Yeah. Uh, in terms of Luca. Yeah, because yeah. he knows both. Yeah, so, so we'll there see. has we'll to see be a it, consequence to that. It, it, at least narratively, it should be followed up on at some point. Um, it was addressed in Ephemeral, at the very least. It was like, it probably acknowledged. Um, but uh, back back to Adrian's Dissatisfied. I, I agree this is probably the conclusion for this season. Um, and I think it's a fine conclusion. I expected yeah. there to be a change, but this is like, uh, you know... This is a, t- a nice temporary thing. That being said, I do think this is only temporary because the big ladybug panic uh, after Cat le- Adrian leaves his miraculous is that nothing she can do will fix the situation because Cat uh, uh, Noir is always going to be in love with her. That's still true. So yeah. uh, it's not fixed. Um, this is going to come nope. up again. The only thing that can fix this is the ultimate identity reveal, I think. Um, well, there's... So what I'm thinking, like, when you started talking, what I, w- what I was thinking was, so, like, this was kind of like an identity crisis for Adrian, also. Yeah. Not just in that Cat Noir, but also, you know, he loves Ladybug. But, so the thing is, the reason this is satisfying is because Adrian's a scent monster. And that's going to be the ultimate test of his character. Yes. So, like, that is, like, we can't 
resolve like Adrian's like character issues. And I, I don't want to say issues. Like it's not like there's anything wrong with Adrian, but Adrian doesn't yeah. know who he is. And that's because he's a Cinta monster. And so we need to like get well, there. We also can't just like pass it off as like, oh, Adrian's decided to be mature about the situation. Like, right. no, no. And so I think we're, we're going to have, we're going like, so we're like, okay, we're going to deal with like this little part like, this was kind of, like, the baby identity crisis, but then once Adrian's, like, you know, so then we had to find out Adrian's a Cinta monster, and that's going to be, like, a whole other thing. Yeah, I, I agree. So, further uh, big Adrian stuff is coming. Yes. Uh, whether, so I'd be surprised if Adrian learned he was a Cinta monster this, this season, but it's coming eventually. I don't um, know. I, I, I almost feel like yeah. the fact that we pulled a Cinta monster, like, the fact that there's a Cinta monster in this episode. Yeah, that's kind of, kind of a reminder. Yeah. So we, we, I speculated before. My One of my predictions was that we would learn, we would learn to the audience that Adrian's a Cinta monster, okay. but not uh, Adrian himself. But, you know. We already know. It. Well, it's like, it's because. <laughs> we do like, already know. <laughs> We've been new. We've been new, April. Um, yeah, I remember how, what is it? Thomas made fun of us for it. <laughs> okay, and then Thomas to... puts things in like. The, the Gabriel like, rubbing his ring, like we know Thomas. Yeah, we, anyway, yeah. We'll, we'll get back. He did to that for us, and we know it. <laughs> La- last, last thing. Uh, the so the problem is that Cat is still uh, in love with Ladybug. But my number one prediction for the finale is that right at the end of the part two of the finale, Marinette will successfully ask Adrian out, and they will, as Marinette and Adrian start dating into next season. So this could be resolved if Adrian falls in love with Marinette. Uh, then Cat isn't going to be in love with Ladybug anymore, you know. So this actually might kind of go away on its own. Now, I don't. Ooh, I don't know because, like, I think there's one. The show just likes drama, and I think there's there's kind of a lot of like pieces because also Marinette, which we were reminded in Psychomedian, which to be fair is an earlier episode, yes. that yes. the girl that that Adrian there's a girl that Adrian's in love with. And Marinette just doesn't know that it's literally her. So there's just like, will she like? I don't know. We are. We definitely. We'll come, let's come back to it in Psychomedian. The yeah. discussion. We have more to talk about with that. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that that's that mostly covers. I think all the main topics are current. We talked about Adrian's identity. Um, and uh, the exact quote, quote from Plague, you're not Cat Noir, but you're not Adrian either. You're both. One can't exist without the other. Um, so, uh, the, yeah, I think, I think we, we talked about how, how great that was. Other things from, from Kuroneko quickly um, before we get to the other episodes. And any we can dive into any anything else we still want to talk about from there. Uh, we can talk about the... Shadow Moth uh, makes his wish um, screen, splash screen still uh, <laughs> that comes up multiple times. Him like maniacally laughing and then Plog like pushes it off the screen. Um, that's so it's, good. It is. And then also like Marinette like losing her mind. Yes. Yes. Like in her like her conspiracy theory board. <laughs> yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Which, oh, also, and she's just like blacking out Cat Noir's yeah. picture. <laughs> and then like. Tiki and Plog are like whispering to each other in her bed and they're like, okay, but they're in love with each other. And then Plog's like, I'm going to fix this. And Plog's plan's actually terrible, but it works in the reverse. It's amazing. And then he's just like, you just got to smile and nod. And then Tiki is the worst ever at smiling and nodding. And I can't believe Marinette bought it only because she was sleep deprived. That's great, great probably Tiki the moment. only reason. Of, uh, 
Also, she's dumb, but uh, you know. Oh, uh, sweet sugar bear. <laughs> Tiki, yeah, Tiki forced smile and nod is. is I do respect Tiki being like, I can't lie to her, and Plog's like, you don't have to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Plog, Plog uh, reveals that the costume that you transform into depends on your personality. Yep. That's kind of how he explains it. So, um, interesting kind of mechanic here. That if you maybe as over time, if you change, then your your costume would. Change. Also, it's like I understand why it's not Adrian's fault that Cat Noir is so stupid because it's Plog. <laughs> it's part Plog. <laughs> like because Plog is so dumb. Like. Plog is part of that personality. This is this is probably the number one Plog episode ever. Oh, okay. So I want you, everyone needs to know. I, I we've previously stated that my wife loves Plog, and my wife doesn't like. She doesn't actively watch with me. I use the Disney Now app, so I watch on my phone. And so I'm watching this episode, and I wish I've already watched like two episodes. I told her the plots, and she wasn't really that you know interested. And then she hears Plog talking, and she's like, "What's going on?" <laughs> and she like. <laughs> sprints over and is like watching over my shoulder everything happening she's like what's happening now because she loves plog so this is the plog episode and when it's on disney plus i'm gonna show it to her so she can enjoy plog because yes show it to her plog says yeah. uh so long serious cat we're finally getting to be super cool cat again oh, that was God. a good one that, i will cool say cat. that was like i'm really glad that he like that he he was like oh thank god <laughs> yeah loving plog specifically as like the only part of ladybug is like probably the most random thing like it's uh, like she's just like he's just so cute and then i mean to be fair his dialogue is hilarious plog this is a great plug like plog, okay. this is definitely plog yeah. has never talked more than this episode i know and then, oh, i will say like all of his lines are great and like his cheese metaphors were immaculate yeah he keeps saying yeah. uh, confusing adrian with camembert hilarious and no one knows what he's talking about it's so good <laughs> <laughs> great great plog episode um okay yeah so definitely watch with <laughs> watch a plus the full plog one. episode I'll, well i'll come back with to be like how she reacted to watching plog yeah that'll be the next feature tanya's yes. review of plog in this, of plog. <laughs> in this episode uh last probably last thing okay so kuroneko is the senta monster name so this is japanese for black cat um so this is so so it ends up kind of i guess making sense because it's a lucky cat that get that gets turned into a uh uh the sentiment a, a lucky cat it's a, piggy it's bank, a money cat which is which is a, yeah. a thing that's yeah. very popular in japan uh that being said you're still a giant weeb shadow moth like you <laughs> named this because he names yeah. them right like yeah he, so he named this senta monster in japanese mm-hmm. this follows up on Haksan. Which was an earlier one, adding the San Japanese uh, suffix to his little hacker thing. That one had no reason to be in, in Japanese. It yeah. just, you just added the San to the end. Uh, two Senta Monster names in Japanese now. Uh, Shadow Moth, I hate to break it to you. You're a huge weeb. Like, uh, what, what, like I guess you're going to Tokyo for the, you're going to send the Holodad to Tokyo. Um, yes. so I know you, we know you've been there, at least your hologram has, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is really himself. Uh, you know, it's an extension of himself. Uh, what do you, let's just randomly naming things in Japanese, but really the true weeb is not Shadow Moth. It is Thomas. It's Thomas. It's like, Thomas. Yeah. stop naming episodes, Japanese names. You're <laughs> French. What are you doing? Like, also it's fine. It's, you know, it's fine. It doesn't have to be French, but like the, the other prominent culture 
is Chinese, and yet you're like, no. Nah. <laughs> yeah, nah, it could have Chinese like Chi Lin. Okay, makes sense. Japanese, unless it involves Kagami and her family, it should not be Japanese names. Uh, like, uh, it's, unless, I mean, it's, hold on, conspiracy theory hat has been put on. Unless, oh this is Thomas trying to let us know that Kagame's family has some involvement in Adrian being a scent monster, oh, which is why. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Why is that? Why is it this episode? I mean, because it's the Adrian episode. Because yeah, it's, a big cause it's the Adrian episode, oh, and man. it's Kiro Neko, which, like you said, means black cat in Japanese. Yeah, it's so. parallels to our black cat. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, uh huh. Yeah. Which uh-huh. I guess the purpose in the episode was because Ladybug is like, oh, that's cat noir akumatized. Yeah. I lost my cat too. Oh, that was so. Yeah. That oh, was so I cute. was like, oh, ow. Also, the amount of cat facts that were in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> text, text, cat, cat, unsubscribe cat facts. Um, yeah, and they were like, oh, yeah, cats eat grass sometimes to help them throw up. And I'm like, why does Adrian know this? I can't believe you unknowingly brought back cat facts to the Ladybug podcast. Um, I know, I'm kind of upset about it. In one of our iconic clips when we're doing the Fly My Akuma, uh, one of our examples is uh, unsubscribe cat facts from like, <laughs> yeah. many years ago. So oh. I don't know. You definitely didn't remember that, but I definitely did not. You've pulled it deep. <laughs> I only know because it's iconic, overly animated clip. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, the we'll we'll get back to we'll check it. Yeah, there no the cat facts with the the hairball. Yeah, it's true. That's true. And then they brought it back like three times. I'm like, that was how it. that was how Ladybug solved it. Yeah, I know. I'm like, guys, calm down. Uh. Okay, and the the, the the only focusing on Catwalker. Yeah, that was... Okay, I think we covered everything I noted from... Any other Kuroneko comments? Oh, him playing uh, fake Mario? And yeah, yeah, what did you think of him yeah. just walk, walking into the wall over and over? Mood, was, mood. <laughs> yeah, you right? I, I thought you think so. <laughs> I was like, this is so... Re- like, Adrian... So I just need everyone to know, Adrian in, like, soccer shorts on his couch like dead to the world walking into a wall is me like all the time like just 24 7 if i'm not <laughs> if you're not listening to a podcast this is like actually while you're listening to a podcast this is what i'm doing like i'm the, i'm just this how scene dare. is me how dare playing video games also him throwing away i will say the saddest thing wasn't just like throwing away the ladybug pictures but like him throwing away his little toy i was like oh my god yeah he threw it and he, de- he deleted toy. all of his ladybug pictures um, i think he saved one photo though Oh, no, man. I think he deleted them all. I don't we know. Should, we, I wanted to, what I would have wanted to see is him on the official Cat Noir Instagram, which he should be running. He deletes all of his pictures with Ladybug, like they broke <laughs> up, so he deletes them <laughs> off of Instagram. They do it for like this weekend only. <laughs> I will say that's pretty funny. Yeah, it would, no, like I mean, like him in in the show, but also it'd be reflected in the yeah. They don't, I don't think they run those anymore. I don't know though. No. Yeah, sad. Okay. Uh, we love Kronecha. We can, uh, if you think of anything else, we can come back to it. Um, but let's uh, talk more about uh, Chilin. Um, we can have the serious discussion. I mean, you guys talked about how much you love Sabine. Um, already, that's half of this. The, is the this? I, I really think this might be like my favorite episode of the show. Period. Uh, yeah. Why uh, you want to dig into why more? Yeah, absolutely. Like, for, oh, especially just because Sabine is like literally the coolest person ever. But like. I don't know. Part of it's the way this episode is constructed. Like what you were talking about. Like we've never had an episode like this. That's true. It's just so nice and put together. It definitely stands out. Like, yeah. uh, Yeah. 
re- like one of the most notable just because it's it's kind of singular in, in what it's doing yeah um, and then like and then even like the payoff of like so obviously like the very important messaging and the themes which you know are very resonant and very important but then also like she's a super cool villain so it's like not only does this episode like do a good job of like its messaging it's also like just a really good episode of ladybug yeah, I think I do think it's good start to finish. Like um, they managed to do both, and a lot of shows fail at both. Yeah, uh, Chi Chi Lin as a villain. Uh, so I good. my favorite part is her in the handcuffs. Um, like I think that's, that's like the best part. That's so cool. Like that she keeps the hand and it translates into her hero form, so and then good. she's still like trying to get the handcuffs off, even though it's like part of her like a villain. And then, uh, and then she, so like she fights Hawkmoth at first, but then she does eventually break free, and I'm just like, yes, yeah. So she renounces yeah. the Akuma at the end, yeah. Once oh, like, so the third Akuma renouncement, but yeah, it's it's and she has like elemental powers, even though it's basically mostly just wind. Um, in in the episode, uh, she, uh, yeah, she's like debating with Roger Wall. She's Akumatized. Um, that's really cool. Ch- Chilin, by the way, it's like a Chinese mythological creature. Uh, it's like it has one horn, so kind of like a unicorn. Um, and I put in that line a pic of a Chi, a chi Lin in Shang-Chi for the Marvel movie recently. So that's pretty oh, cool. Wow. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think she, she looks really cool. Uh, Sabine as a character, I mean, just the intro with her, like you see how organized she is. You see so her good. like anticipating everything Marinette would do. I'm sorry. The, when, like, it's just so funny because you're like, what is she doing? And then she just Marinette- puts the sponge on the floor. <laughs> so good. No, it's just when Marinette just falls right into the laundry basket, and not only did she know she was gonna fall into the laundry basket, she was like, "Oh, can you also do the laundry?" Hilarious! Like, yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, like let's let's like like that that first scene so cleverly written, like Ladybug, really well written show. Let's yes, like no, let's like, not overlook yes. this. Like, yeah, this. not only is she doing Tai Chi, like doing all of this, and then later her villain, she just is doing Tai Chi and wrecking everyone. Right, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So uh, good. I loved the Sabine vision. Um, yes. Like, oh my, yes. This is what, Marinette's smart because her mom is smart. I love it. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, like, I, I like that. Yeah. She she like uh, gets the guys to switch places on the it's bus. It's so good. Like, okay. The bus scene is like, it's sort of like she's so mad and she's like, hmm. And just like. But I also love life. that like she knew that Marinette was going to be running late and like, per- like, it's like she purposely had extra coquettes. I know. Like, the bus <laughs> When she's yeah. like, you have exactly four... To, to stall him, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so at first, I thought she was just, you know, just like, you need, like I, like, I don't know. I didn't realize, like, it was just so good. Like, then he starts eating them, and I was like, oh my god, she's so smart. Like... <laughs> Yeah, it's it's very funny. It's very like charming. I like it's over the top, but it works in like this context, this like one episode context. My I think. my favorite part is whenever she was like making the reservations for dim sum, and I was like, "All right, like that sounds like a good lunch plan or whatever." And then Meredith's exactly just like, "Yeah, so good." And, yeah, and think- she's like, "Of course, dear." Like I'm like, "You are like literally the most baller person ever." Like. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, when it clicked for me is with, uh, like, she opens the magazine to the shoes advertisement, so oh. Marinette would think that she needs new shoes. Uh, like, yes. uh, Oh, and I love that, like, uh, like after, like, Marinette gets measured every day. Yeah, that's oh, cute, yeah. too. Yeah. And, like, because, you know, that, that was something I did as a kid at my grandparents. Like, all the kids would get measured on, like, this one part of the wall. Aw. It's, yeah, it's just it's so a, funny. It's a, also, it's a classic. 
Also, the fact that I'm like, Marinette, you're still growing. That's that. Like I like since. Eight oh months, yeah, they're children. Eight remember, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're they're fourteen. Yeah, it makes maybe sense. being a superhero, like you get to. I don't know. <laughs> maybe these children shouldn't be superheroes. Yeah, uh, number one, Master <laughs> Fu. Maybe you shouldn't give them to children. Maybe. He doesn't know anything, Dylan. <laughs> He doesn't remember. Now he... Okay, well, yeah, I'm not talking to him currently, but uh, it's true. <laughs> That's true. We wait, we've we waited a long time for the Sabine episode. You know, she, her and Marinette were, like, the two most notable people that had never been akumatized. Um, yeah. And uh, we've never seen her character get this much focus. It, like, such a big payoff. Also, like, like oh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, the other thing, too, was, like, you know, we've talked about this a lot, Um and just like we finally get this injection of Chinese culture that we've needed, yeah. Like we've done it in like bits and pieces previously, and like we even had a whole special in China, and I still feel like this was like much better. Yeah, I mean, I think this in conjunction with the Shanghai special is uh, so such a big improvement in terms of yes. presentation of, yeah. of Chinese culture. I agree. But I'm just and really th- glad they did it with her mom. Like I think this was just so good. Yeah. I, I agree, and uh, yeah, we learned that uh, she she teaches a Chinese art class. Um, yes. Also, I was like, oh, I'm just so glad. I'm like, what do you do? This is great. Yes, that's cool. Um, Nadia, Nadia was in the class, and also either Lila or someone who looked like her was. Oh, was in the it class. definitely looked like Lila. I didn't <laughs> it's Lila. That's highly irritating. I'm glad she didn't I- speak <laughs> to confirm it, but yeah. <laughs> uh, will Lila in the finale? Yes or no? No. Okay. This uh, is me just wishing that she's not there. Chloe, a major part of the finale, yes or no? Uh, we'll we'll come back to this. I'll, I'll come back to this in a second. Anyway, Sabine, yeah, we love Sabine. I, I have more stuff to say about her in terms of, like, the commentary. Uh, so bringing this discussion to what the episode is saying, um, I have, like, some two specific points that I want to get into that I think were really well handled. But in general, we can uh, – you can introduce what the episode is talking about because Shadow Moth <laughs> says uh, injustice, abuse of power, and blind ignorance. Three powerful plagues that can cause even the most stable of souls to waver. Um, so thank you, Shadow Moth, for introducing our topics. Of, uh, also, like, it's, I will say it's interesting that we've, like, like, I don't know, the layering here. Like, if a supervillain is saying you're messed up, that's, that's pretty messed mm. up. <laughs> his babies guys like <laughs> this is the man who akumatizes babies and sleeping children <laughs> also he akumatized a baby in this episode that's right <laughs> i do think like uh, he uh he's like playing off of the societal injustices he's like he's preying yeah. on whoever is uh negative emotions whoever is like disenfranchised by society and then he's so. also done it like he's literally fired his employee and then akumatized them <laughs> so yeah <laughs> not that he's in the right or anything i think it totally checks out though that he would uh oh absolutely like like yeah. th- this should happen more in the show for, for yes yeah, i agree like it's well it's kind of well i mean obviously it's like similarly he like you know preyed upon the poor girl who lost her cat yeah you know it's yeah. uh i mean it's people people having bad things happening um but yeah so in we get a lot of injustice talk um in the episode um we get uh abuse of power from shadow moth i i think that that's and blind ignorance yeah i think this covers it i mean injustice is a very general word um well and a lot of it for me what the line that really like i was really impressed with was um sabine's line about um integrity like integrity without intelligence yeah 
is a yeah, that was really good. Like I was like, oh man. Uh, Mar- Ladybug at the end, uh, tying up some of the themes. She says the law is a good thing, but you need humanity to apply it. Apply it as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me. Let, I've I've had longer to sew an episode than than you guys probably. But let me let me give you some of the specific analysis here uh, that uh, that I've got. I don't know. You know, enough, uh, episodes talking about a lot a lot generally, so we don't think we need to comment on everything. But um, one things is uh, uh, like I do think it's an episode about racism and prejudice yes. against Asian mm-hmm. people, even if the episode does not specifically say that. Should note we are white people here talking about yes. this. Um, yes. So the uh, it's like implied commentary, but I was shocked and impressed with how strongly and clearly it was like implied. That was for me. I think the main reason why I'm like, wow, at this episode is because just how viscerally obvious it was. Yeah, you don't expect yeah. the show that to go from that season one episode to this, right? Like, this well, it's is like, like, well, exactly, and especially when he said. Um, you know, he was talking about like Parisians who pay for their yes. tickets. That that was great yeah. too. Yeah, that was great. And should know we're talking about the dub of it, right? Uh, so yeah, like yeah. we're watching in English. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that 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 Pari- the specifically othering her from Parisians. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was a great line. My the thing I was most impressed with with how this was handled was the the ticket guy. Um, I don't, ticket guy what's his, i don't know ticket collector i think that's like a guy that doesn't really translate it like i don't know who ticket guy is in in america like uh is because he, he's not a police officer right like right. uh right but he's but he's not he doesn't work for the bus anyway uh yeah so the, the t- t- ticket guy uh his his like uh, and and the police like the the random well, maybe, police officers, uh, maybe ticket too. guy represents kind of like government bureaucracy yeah i think so too. Yeah. yeah i think so also i will say the only problem i have with the episode is that they didn't punch ticket guy in the face yeah mm-hmm. we can talk about the ending uh but quickly, they should have done that uh yeah i mean i think he gets his uh he's pretty embarrassed at the end at the but he should have not punched in the face <laughs> Well, uh, yeah. Uh, t- so Ticket Guy and and the police. There's a lot of random police officers that come in. Their their uh, like fear. Their they they react with such fear to Sabine. Yeah. Um, I thought that was so viscerally presented. Well, in and- contrast to the whole beginning of the episode that we right. talked about, where we see so explicitly that Sabine is the most composed, Chill. organized, calm. Yeah. That's her whole persona. And then we never see her really break away from this. And to see then people react to her with fear. Yeah. Uh, it's it's such a visceral contrast that is clearly states that it's because she looks different from them. That, like, that's why they yeah. react that way. You know, what really what, what really was like extremely upsetting and like part of what, you know, like, I'm so impressed with what this episode has done is um, – I, I'm not 100 percent sure that if this is the specific scene you were referring to, or do you mean when uh, when Marinette was talking to the officers later? But the um, when they're just talking, like she hasn't even gotten mad yet, and it's her yes, yes. and yeah. Roger, and he just keeps like twisting her words, and it's like she's like, "I know you, Roger. Like our kids are in class together," and then when she gets upset and he's like oh she's getting mad it's like are you for real yeah that that yeah. part yeah exactly and it's like this, this is so, this rings so true to every, so many uh 
cases we've seen um, of uh, people just being afraid for no reason of, um, you know, black, Asian and people of color. And then, uh, and then blaming them. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like because they responded to you because it, you were you were the aggressor and then you're like oh I'm the victim now like no you caused this 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 it it just it rings that that scene specifically it rings so true that like the reaction the fear the yeah. the the it clearly being for no reason and in and contrast to who who we know she is yeah, and, and the actual not, situation and she's not allowed to get mad yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. The, the second she even slightly loses her composure, right? Which yeah, is she's not like, even oh, really mad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was. I'm in general so impressed by how true this episode rings to uh, recent events. Yeah. Uh, being an mm-hmm. animated episode that they must have written this a while ago. Um, being an episode of a children's show, and also just of, inherent tragedy of how relevant it is. And just, yes, it's it just feels so relevant now. Um. You know, it's li- it's a children's show. It's a lighthearted children's show. So it's not going to specifically get into like like such like violence specifics, right? But yeah. considering it didn't do that, I felt like this was the most re- it could have rang true uh, for the type of show that it is. Like I was also, so impressed mm-hmm. by that that it it communicated what it did. Also, in in addition, like so, this is a show, and you know, even like. The writers and Thomas, like, we're talking from, like, a French perspective and Europe in general, they're, like, we got, this was a police brutality episode as well. And I think they did it in such a great way. Like, they did kind of like the five-star Grand Theft Auto, like, escalation. Like, they're like, where are our tanks? Where is... Where's the helicopter? Yeah, without, like, you know, if this was an American show, this would have looked a little bit different. But this is expressing that exact same brutality and i think part of it is how resonant it is you know it obviously doesn't matter like people are racist regardless if you're french or american but how we experience and what we see in the media is different yeah. and so i think they've done a really good job of you know translating that same thing like you're gonna watch this and you're like oh my god like they're like you know exactly what they're talking about yeah yeah, and it does resonate for us. It should, you know, and we're watching the English dub. Should be noted that uh, when we talk about other cultures and how these types of things apply in other cultures, we're not knowledgeable. It might be different right. uh, in other mm-hmm. parts of the world, um, but it's certainly translated in the you know the version we watched us as Americans. In terms of the uh, abuse of power side of things, um, I think very good commentary all around. Like the the thing that I love the most that I was like, wow, this is so like such a subtle like intelligent point that ladybug was able to communicate like really effectively um so you know since uh you know the uh, events of 2020 like i've been reading a lot and like listening to people and and like you uh, one one thing is like you talk about how um police uh, a role in a community is like as members of the community themselves like policing themselves like it's it's like Police should be like members of that community. It's not good if there's like white cops who are in an all black community, right? Like right. in there, yeah. Like they don't they don't understand the experiences that uh, they're going through. Um, and here we have Roger, who actually is a member of the local community. Uh, like is like interacts with Sabine, knows her, knows her situation. This and is actually good. This is actually like yeah. what we sh- what police should be, uh, according to this viewpoint. 
Um, but he, despite understanding Sabine, despite knowing she's saying the truth, he ignores that. Yeah. He does not factor in uh, that he understands the situation of the community. Um, and uh, he doesn't use that in his application of the law. He wants to f- instead follow a blind, uh, unempathetic uh, ru- reading of the law, which doesn't consider his understanding of local situations. And that's like the entire issue is Ra- we have Roger right here who uh, d- could easily resolve this um, yeah. by just applying what he knows. And he has clearly been taught to like not do that in 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 what he's doing ladybugs this is i think what we're getting at with ladybugs line at the end uh when she says that the law is a good thing but you need humanity to apply it and you need your like in humanity your like inherent like empathy of the people around you um and so i thought ladybug was able to communicate this very nuanced point of like you know the people of a community policing themselves and that it's the issue when that is not happening, like when Roger ignored his knowledge of Sabine. And on top of, we have, Roger sucks at his job. We know that. <laughs> uh, in terms of in terms of Roger, uh, this is a reckoning of the Roger character, I think, this episode. Yeah, because like, so, yeah. that was the thing, because like, the, part of this is like, we've seen Roger like, Take a minute and then do the right thing. But he didn't in this episode. Yeah, he's definitely done the right thing a lot of the time. Yeah. And yeah. he's he's very much presented as this bumbling, inoffensive kind of cop character for most of the show. Yeah. And this episode does reconcile with that viewpoint. Like, Which uh, I appreciate. Like, I think that was real. Like, I, it was and then sorely, also, I think it was sorely needed. Yes. And then also the inspector, because, you know, if the inspector had literally waited two minutes, Marinette would have appeared. And then on top of that like it's the inspector like it's kind of also goes with like when like the inspector was watching this is how roger behaved which is like another like layer of like what you're talking about like the community like it has to go on his own maybe roger handles it differently but there's like a a perceived pressure of someone else from some sort of power position another well and that guy was like literally like you have to do this like it's like i i just wanted to be like can you just shut up and let roger like make his own decisions right it's uh, if roger is alone he probably like ends up handling that okay but i think that the presence of that guy who's presented pretty comically evilly but like it's yeah. uh mm-hmm. you know it, he, he represents like how uh we have these power structures in place that directly lead to uh these kind of racist policing actions like it's you know it's the pressures upon roger like we know roger's a good person we know he's uh we, we've seen him do the right thing um but clearly he's been taught like the wrong thing or he feels the pressure of the handling this wrong way in the wrong way. And I think the episode like clearly like shows that with Roger and it's not like, like clearly the ticket guy's evil. Roger also comes across very badly, I think for most of this episode, but he's still like, we, but it's, it helps. We know him. We know he's the dad of someone in Marinette school. Like it, uh, he still comes across. He's like a human, you know, he's, it's like, it's, it's gray. Uh, like what, like what's happening with Roger. And, uh, all all of this is just it's just it's so nuanced like how how did miraculous ladybug (laughs) do this incredibly nuanced and that episode we can't talk about and also this i think this is the best um it may be forgetting something of any show we've talked about on the podcast the best uh any sort of police or racism like i mean there's probably been some good racism episodes well for me uh, it's not like this isn't just a like a one point, you know, there is like we were talking about the nuance. Like there is 
there are so many levels and so many things that this episode gets right all at the same time. Like, it's not just... Exactly, oh, like, yeah. It, it, it's hitting on multiple <laughs> related issues at once in a nuanced way successfully. In, in the span of a 22-minute kid show episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. We, it's even fantastic. Had, we even had the, we were just doing our job line. Like, I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, that's another good one. Like, oh my god, like, so good. And then even Marinette being like, you mean, you mean her? Yeah. Uh, you yeah. mean my mom? You're scared of my mom? Right. And liter- and again, the just the the perfect setup with us seeing literally the most organized, uh, calm, composed person in the first five minutes of the episode. And she is treated this way, like uh, as threatening as someone who would break the rules. Like, uh, and it's, it's, and so, then, it's so absurd from our perspective. And also, now this is reaching a little bit, but depending because I don't know how like Paris is huge, but like she gave the bus driver croquettes, and you know the guy in the wheelchair knew that she and like an upstanding citizen, yeah, yeah. She advocated for him, and then no one on the bus did anything when the ticket. Yeah, there's yeah. some like bystander effect too. Yeah, yeah totally, like, totally. Everyone was. I was going to say even there. like like I'm the, like the bus driver could have been like, oh yeah. 1000% scan those tickets. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, like literally like he could have, he also like nothing like. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I think, I think she's supposed to keep the tickets even after he scans it. It's, it's a little, it's like, I think this episode makes a little bit more sense if we know the Paris best system, but yeah. Well, it's, uh, this is also, well, I mean, if you think about it too, in like, like for me, this makes me think of like, like, uh, the, you know, I've taken a train to get to an airport or like when I like, I'm in DC and then also in New York. Like no one has that. Like you're not like like how often do they check that? Like never. Oh yeah, this is this is it. It was like no one ever checks. I agree. Oh, uh, um, I was gonna say they check it in Dallas all the time. <laughs> well, it's like oh, no. well, it's just it's just one of those things, and it's of course the person who gets checked is a person of color. Like it's yeah. like nice. Okay. Yeah, and you start off, it's like, oh, she just happened to be coming off. She was kind of right yeah. there, and then it kind of you kind of yeah. see the other side of that. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's by chance, and then you're like, oh, was it? You know, yeah. I, uh, but also, like, episode. she was getting off. What does it matter? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. So. And then, oh, and then also one, I guess one thing because we're gonna shift, but um, the another important point was um when Marinette as Ladybug was like. Okay, well, if she brings the tickets, it's fine, right? And they were like, "No, it's the principal." Yeah, which is um, like, there's so like, like, wow, like y'all are opening up so many conversations. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we can talk about the end of the episode. Uh, Marinette comes back with the the tickets. Uh, t- ticket collector, he says the situation was complex. Sheepishly, he says that, and then Marinette offers to pay for the fine, but uh, asks for a loan from from mom. Uh, so. Thanks, mom. Yeah, like, you know, I don't think personally, I did not interpret this as any forgiveness for Ticket Guy or Roger. Um, Yeah. That being said, it's not like they get their comeuppance. Yeah, that's Um, the other thing. I will say that's, I think, like, just for the satisfaction of the viewer. Yeah. My argument would be, I think there's a very realistic. Yes. Yeah. That, that's what I would say. I, I, I love that. I like the, the him say the only way it was addressed was he says the situation was complex. Like he kind of admitted he was wrong there. Like, like yeah. that, this yeah. kind of 
uh, Jack, whatever, you know, like he, like yeah. they never say, you know, like he never, yeah. he's admitting he's wrong. Uh, d- nothing's going to happen because nothing ever happens. Right. But right. Uh, we know, and everyone, everyone in there knows, like everyone in the situation knew at the end. Also, they were going to keep, they were still going to do all the identity stuff just without the handcuffs. Uh, yeah. Like they were um, still going to do. They're still going to like an identity <laughs> check, bring her in for an identity check. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's like, are you for real? <laughs> like, oh yeah. my God. So that's the other thing. Like, this was, I think that's the other thing. Like this was very realistic. And obviously I would have very much appreciated if they could have punched ticket guy at least once. Yeah. I, I feel like we have this, uh, discussion amongst uh, people a lot of it's like do you want the people to get justice or like should uh it be more realistically handled it's 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 always a relevant kind of conversation i think any perspective here is, is pretty valid on and kind of what you're talking about happens. like what is justice like is yeah. it like you know and they, they were talking about it in the episode like is the like actual justice versus like how it's defined under the law and stuff like that so that i mean there, these are a lot of things like this episode touched on and it's just like wow like it was i'm ex- like i it, obviously there are other shows out there but i would find it very difficult to find another episode in current animation that and, and this is the thing yes this show has magic but this show is set in a realistic portrayal of our world Yes. Yeah, uh, big uh, big kudos to Thomas and all the yes. writers. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like we know from Thomas's Twitter, he's like very progressive pers- perspective on a lot of things. Um, seeing that applied in the show, I think is is very satisfying. Well, especially like we know there's the stuff that's like kind of snuck in there, and then we get this episode. It's just so nice. So yeah, it's usually that- snuck in there, or it's like absurd absurdity with like space dumpsters. Here, it's like yeah. realist grounded. I think grounded is a good like yeah, grounded and explicit. Um, or it's, like, it's also like evident. grounded in reality, just a little bit. You Despite, know, what I mean? you know, someone getting akumatized and like having right. magic powers, it's still it's probably one of the maybe the most grounded ladybug episode. Yeah, I, I mean, so. it's not like space dumpsters. You know what I mean? Like, yes, big difference. Yeah. <laughs> Ladybug's range, it's capable of this episode, it's capable of the Angry Marinette meme in the next episode we're going to talk about. Oh my god, the Angry uh, Marinette meme is so good. The range of this show is, it's, no, seriously, I think this show is the biggest range of any show I've probably ever seen. Yeah, and also, and, show. They, and they execute it excellently on all levels, like, it's not just... We're know, at the point now where they are genuinely executing yeah. everything they're yeah. trying at this point. Yeah, yeah. and so. I really, like, you know, we had some, we've had some rough patches, but to be here, and it's like, I'm just like, you know... I just, it's incredible. You can find great examples of, like, all sorts of different kinds of storytelling just in the show. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Uh, only other thing I want to say from, uh, we mentioned this line from Roger. Uh, Roger's still funny, even when he's being terrible and uh, listing off all of the things he's mad at Ladybug and Cat about. Absurd little cat ears and bell. He uh, <laughs> that to was the end of it. Good. That was another, like, that was, so, and then he's like. Gotta and- agree with you on that one. <laughs> So I mean, good. you're not wrong, buddy. <laughs> and he's just, like, very poorly chasing after Cat in the sewers. Also, I love that, like, once he got to, like, I guess, like, the water's edge, he was like, oh, well, I lost. <laughs> right? Like, and also, also, every time Roger just lists what law they broke, so funny. Yeah. Okay. There you go on Sheelan. Any? We, we good? Any other comments? Nope. She's just amazing, and I love her. Yeah. Sabine, best yes. mom. More Sabine, I agree. Yes, okay. all like please. Also, her, like her relationship with 
her husband. They're just so cute. Yeah, they, we gotta get a little bit of Tom. I will say there's another movie. version of this episode where Tom shows up and like gets so mad. Oh, he would be- beat him up, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tom's like, nope. They would run away because he's too I giant. I like that yeah. episode. Like, Tom just picks up the inspector and just like yeets him. <laughs> yeah, okay, there you go. Uh, let's talk about Sa- Psycho Median more. Um oh, yeah, it's a psychic comedian. However, I don't remember how it's pronounced, but um, yeah, they, I think they removed a letter to make sure it's not like psycho. Like they they made clear like psychic comedian. Okay. Yeah. Um. So m- to me, the main uh, takeaway here was this was a key missing episode from the yes. Mar- Adrianette setup for this episode, the romance yes. arc setup, yes. and the. It's like, oh, meme, episode five, we're missing. Ha, it's going to air at the end of the season. Well, that I mean, I agree it was funny. But, like, it was actually kind of frustrating in the end because this was kind of a crucial episode in terms yes. of this romance. Yes. Like, not only, like, we, this is one of those episodes where, like, you know, we have bumbling Marinette, but there's payoff at the end. Like, she actually gets to find out that Adrian thinks she's funny. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I think she's probably always thought that, but that's one of the takeaways. Well, it's, one, well it's just mainly, like, a lot of times we have episodes like this. But, like, we know, but Marinette doesn't. That's true. Adrian tells Marinette, no one makes me laugh more than you. And it's like, oh, my God, something happened. That was a big, big moment. Uh, So here's my analysis of me plugging this in. So this takes place after Mr. Pigeon 72, the episode right after it. Uh, (laughs) Mr. Pigeon 72. Mr. Pigeon 72 had the... It is one of the best. uh, That episode has Umbrella Scene 2.0, right? Where... Right, yep. Marinette realizes once again she acknowledges her feelings for Adrian. Uh, Wait, after which episode being like, oh. is? Is it this episode? Oh, or is it the previous? Is it Chilin when he show Cat Noir has an umbrella? That is Chilin. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that was I. I'm just like that. I just had a little light bulb. That was cool. That was cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think he's maybe had that once before, but yeah, it's cool. Um, considering the umbrella scene, so Marinette realizes she is, loves Adrian. She starts stuttering again. One thing I was thrown off, I was initially thrown off that she wasn't, like, stuttering in this episode around Adrian. Um, I will say that was a little confusing to me the first time I watched, but I think the stuttering is not the point. It's, uh, like, she might occasionally do that, but it's, she's mostly past it regardless. The fact is, Marinette understands she has feelings for Adrian again. That's, like, the coming out of Mr. Pigeon 72. This is the very next episode. Um, and so in this episode, now that she acknowledges her feelings, she's trying to figure out how can we go from now we're, we're just good friends. No, actually, I want to be more than friends. Yeah. So how can we move past this? That's kind of the setup here. We see flashbacks to, um, the, the, the season one, season two, season three, the bubbler, gig and Titan, the puppeteer two kind of setting up where they are in their relationship, which I thought was really cool. Um, definitely like very confusing because it's a long time ago. Yeah, episodes. very long time ago. I definitely enjoyed it, like as a plot device. Yeah, just setting yeah. up like this is this is where we are with Marinette Age. Also, just like having it's just the girl meeting is just so funny. Always love, yeah, love when they're like, like we yeah. have to have like twelve girls to help Marinette get a boyfriend. <laughs> like so we, realistic, <laughs> realistic. We have to sit down and like plot this out. Like so good. These dumb children, yeah. This and we is even like, and yeah. we even get like super mega gay Julica Rose. Like I was like, wow. Yeah, right <laughs> in the beginning, as one of the things I wanted to note, uh, okay. uh, you can't have love without friendship. And then lean, they lean their heads on each other, and they're like looking. Uh, at you. I'm like gay. Like I went, so I was watching this episode, and my wife was upstairs, and all she heard was me go gay. <laughs> 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 like I was just like, wow, overwhelmed. 
it was it was that was a really good scene again another quick julica rose scene but it was really good honestly um, i like i like thrive on the like two second julica scenes just because it, it so fuels good. you yeah. it fe- through the rest it, it fuels you through the rest of this frustratingly straight show right like yeah it, uh, it like <laughs> powers you through yeah <laughs> They threw it in there for they. I mean, honestly, like uh, anyway, we we could talk more, but I, I do hope we get a full episode of them at some point. But we'll Please. see. Um, the uh, so that the Marinette's now trying to, and then at the end, Adrian says Marinette's makes no one laugh, so it kind of like propels her later in the season, most notably in very crucial episode, Simple Man. Uh, Marinette gets really close to asking Adrian out. Um, so close, and then very soon after, Glaciator Two. Marinette gives her very genuine confession to Adrian, but except it's to Kat when they're practicing. Yeah. So that's kind of the arc this season. So this episode inserts us in. This is the kickoff for her trying to ask out Adrian again. And then she does do that later. She tries to, and she gets very close. She is able to give it, but not to Adrian. That's kind of the status of Marinette and Adrian heading into the last three episodes of the season. Okay. Is she wants to ask him out. She got really close. That's why I think she's going to successfully do it at the end. Okay, so that was my thing. I was like, so what... So I'm going to I'm going to pretend to be Dylan for a second. So what like what would I think instead of theory more like what what is more important to y'all? Is it the identity reveal or them getting together? That's your that's your host impression is. uh, (laughs) What what, do you mean? Do you mean this season? Do you mean in general? Hmm. So I was also trying to figure that out. Let's go with this season. See, I, yeah, to me, like, my number one prediction and the number one thing I need to happen this season is them getting together. Like, I need the asking out to actually happen. So then, so then that will lead into the identity reveal. I think, and then you start there together, and then that sets up an interesting premise next season for that. Okay. I don't, I, I, if we've talked about this, like, that possibility before, because it yeah. creates that sort of drama that the show loves to give us. Like, oh, God, I have to leave. Yeah. Like, Marinette being it, it like, I have to leave. And her like, like Marinette, go hide in this closet. <laughs> oh my god, okay, I, I have to, oh my god, can we talk about these three episodes, these children transform out in the open, like, every time. Oh, yeah. Like, they're not hidden. Like, I must be desensitized at this point, I don't notice it. Like, they're like, like, Adrian's in this If it's episode, not in a train bathroom, I ain't gonna notice. <laughs> okay, at least there's a door on the train bathroom. Marinette Changes in an open bus stop. That's true. She does. <laughs> open bus stop. <laughs> like, it's not even like, it's not even like one of those that you can actually go inside and there's like kind of a wall. Like, no, it's just literally a bench with a shelter over it. Like, are you serious? Stop. <laughs> and then, and then uh, Adrian is literally hiding behind like a support beam <laughs> at this, at, uh, was oh, it Harry? Harry the Clown? Yeah. yeah, he's he's hiding behind a pillar. I'm like, everyone can see you. Yeah, like, he is behind a pillar. I remember. Yeah, that this this is a YouTube video that'll never happen. Is we we rank all the places they've transformed well, from yeah. best to worst. We can't do the video because everyone knows number one would be the train bathroom. <laughs> will we? But when in our research, will we find a worse one? <laughs> I don't know. The, the problem with the train bathroom is that like three people go into the train bathroom. And it's specifically bathroom. specifically Adrian. Across from his dad yeah, at the train like, bathroom. The fact that that happens, you can't, yeah. you can't, you can't, like, it, that's it. the you worst. Lo- you love to see it. You absolutely love <laughs> to like, see it. Or, like, what is it? Like, Marinette transforming in an elevator and then Cat Noir transforming in that same elevator. 
like two minutes later. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay, the classics. Oh man, we should revisit all of them. Um, okay, <laughs> Marinette Adrian's this. Yeah, it's it's Mar- Marinette's getting back in the trying to desperately ask Adrian out game. Um, you know, just just tra- this is the transition because before this, this like two episodes before this, we have the breakup of the the red herring couples, right? So, right. Yeah. Uh, this is the transition episode from they thought they were just friends to. Marinette, at least, is trying to move past that um, into something more. So, and then Adrian's um, just like, "I'm here." I this I will say because we got these episodes so close together. This this is the Adrianette episode. Uh, Kroneko is a big uh, Lady Noir episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then Glaciator Two. One of the reasons it's so good, I think, is it's both. It it, it tackles both head on. But I find that other than Glaciator Two. These, I'm a little exasperated that these are such separate romance arcs. Like, right. like the season treats mm-hmm. them 100% separate. It's the same people. Like, it's the, <laughs> it's the same people. They're well, not that is the same. Well, that was something I did like in uh, Kroneko is literally uh, Plot and Tiki are like, <gasps> Yeah, they had one moment yeah. of them being like, yeah. And they're like, okay, we know they're dumb. Whatever, moving on. Uh, they're yeah. like, okay, so, and- to trick them. Comments on uh, the, the the Marinette Adrian in this episode. I, we we also get Marinette trying to act out the the clown act for uh, oh my God. his clum, clumsy sheriff sketch. Adrian not understanding slapstick is so funny, and he just doesn't yeah. laugh. It's like this just checks. That's out. because <laughs> that's because he is a centa monster and he doesn't understand. No, I think he's just. I mean, he's sheltered, but uh, he's he also is like not doesn't understand people. And yeah, he's a centaur. I that this is it all makes sense. All of it. Yeah. It makes sense. Also, there's also I will say there's also the implication that it's like so low brow and he's never been exposed to it because like where um, he lives in yeah. society. Yeah, uh, uh, interesting. Yeah, but for me, it's although just he's so... he's seen his his dad has worked with Harry Clown. Um, what, does he know that though? Because Gabriel's like, I don't. Why are you here? I. Right, he's yeah. just trying to distance yeah. himself from him, yeah. Um, and then he's like, and also you have to delete all the pictures. There can be no evidence that I did this. Yeah, yeah which is hilarious, yeah. Um, yeah, I, th- they, I thought they had some good, that was great. And then them at the end, um, Adrian laughing at Marinette. And Adrian's like, no, I was laughing at you. when I, and not, not at I'm Harry. just not over, age, like, when Marinette drops the hat and he's like, it, it's right there. <laughs> <laughs> and then really the good. saddest thing that has ever happened in this show is when she squirts the water in his face and he goes, why did you do that? That is like <laughs> the most tragic. Like, it was like, I, like, no wonder Marinette ran off crying. I wanted to cry. Like, that was the worst. Why did you do that? So bad. Oh, Adrian. <laughs> God. <laughs> April, any Marinette Adrian comments from this episode? I just, it's fine. I, they're they're adorable. I mean, I guess maybe now he understands like all of the jokes that Marinette was trying to do. Yeah, I think I, at yeah, the end of the episode, well, she underst- he understands that she was trying to be funny, but he's like, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's nice that he finds her ridiculous clumsiness and uh, ineptitude funny. That's nice for them. I mean, that's. <laughs> That's endearing, I guess. It's, I mean, he he he, he better finds it endearing. You are. I don't know. Isn't that kind of like? I think they're both like that. And granted, this could just be my experience, but like, my wife and I are always just like, like it's so funny. Like, I, we're just making fun of each other all the time, and it's like yeah. that's why, like, 
the ridiculous stuff my wife does. I like love it. It's the best. The fact that he finds her quirks endearing. It's this is what the episode's going for. Yeah, it's like and, a, and it's, a huge and, thing for them. And it's true in the reverse with um, Ladybug and Cat. Like Ladybug does find the absolute ridiculous nonsense that Cat does endearing, which we find even out. If, yeah, even if she doesn't acknowledge it that much. Yeah, yeah. I agree. We, I, I think they they clear that's a, that's a cute point that. Um, they both do acknowledge that they both do uh, find that in each other. Um, but uh, uh, any any other con- we've talked this about this ad, ad nauseum the possibility that they might start dating at the end of the season. Any doubt? Are we fully in buy or sell April? Um, I mean, I would buy it. Are you as certain as I am that it's happening? Uh, no, because I've been hurt before, Dylan. Yeah, that's, yeah. you, you guys are gonna <laughs> at this point. I'll, I'll you'll be skeptical of anything. It'll be like the end, it'll be the end of the show, <laughs> and you'll be like, "Man, wasn't it great that they were dating?" And I'll be like, "I don't know. I mean, at any moment they could take Dylan, it back." Dylan, why? No, the more important question is, Dylan, why aren't you hurt? Yeah, I'm too. I'm too. Uh, what's the right word from uh, from the show? I'm I'm too numb from. Uh, oh, so you're just the, desensitized. Okay. I'm desen- exactly. Uh-huh. I'm desensitized. Okay. Yeah, I, I cannot be phased unless they tease the in the finale. This is what would get me if they tease that they're going to do the Scent Monster reveal and then don't do it. Probably that would be the or, like, or if or if he agent Marinette like almost asks him out. And then doesn't like uh, I think I think I would be pretty frustrated. Yeah, I'm gonna die if that's what they do. I'm just gonna laugh. Like, no, I'm, like just, I'm waiting. You're gonna like way. you're gonna like we're gonna come on this podcast and you're gonna be like, "Hi, I'm Dylan, and this is Delaney," and then and then April, and I'll just be like, <laughs> "Oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> laughing at me!" So uh, the anti-Adrian <laughs> laughing at my. I don't, uh, I don't know, like. <laughs> I think the one thing, like, that would just absolutely, like, I honestly, the fact that I'm still here after Ephemeral, like, I hate, I hate this show, but, um, <laughs> like, that show, like, hurt me in a way that no other show has ever hurt me. Like, I hate this show, but, um, I think what would finally, like, put Delaney me- 15 minutes ago. This is the best show. Delaney now. I hate this show. That, that is the, that is the literal living experience of watching Lady. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just- it's. That's me every episode. I'm like, I hate this show. I love this show. I hate this show. Like, just every five minutes. Are you, are you plucking the flower petals with, with that? Yes. Yeah. And then, um, the, uh, what would finally put me over the edge, sorry, I was losing my train of thought, um, what would put me over the edge would be if when if Thomas memed us again about, like, if it was, if sentiment, if purposefully it was, like, they like they tease Adrian being a scent monster and then they like definitively say he's not, I'd be done. I'd be like, I can't do this. Oh yeah. If if they like reverse yeah, if they do the fall, it was oh just a red gosh. herring. Yeah. I would, I would like which is still possible, by the way. It's like, is, I don't think they're like, doing it, but this show is like, obviously it's so troll that they could do that. Yeah. Oh. Also, like, Thomas loves, like I do like if, if it's, if that happened, I, I don't know what I would do. Yeah, we'd be we'd we'd like uh, be very mad. We'd reda- we, we'd... we would take to the streets like the, the, those Twitter streets. We'd take to them. <laughs> we'd take to those we, we'd be those twelve-year-olds in his mentions flaming him for yes. uh, like Thomas. Why do you treat Adrian so badly? Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that'd be us. That. About... Why do you treat us so badly? Yeah, why, why do you? Like... Why did you do Santa Monster's Thomas? That's gonna be, be like us Thomas. Okay. I can't wait. I can't believe you spent two million dollars on this episode to troll us. I can't believe you did this. <laughs> If, like, if he is, by the way, if he is going to do that, he should like also tweet something cryptic, like yeah. Cine, about Cena monsters to further yeah. troll us. I recommend that. 
um, if 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 it's gonna they're gonna reverse course. Okay, but back like to that. Specifically, now. tag us in it too. Yeah, and tag. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the, uh, yeah. By the way, he the first time we mentioned Santa Monsters on the podcast, he tweeted the link to the uh, the website of the podcast yep. without any further comments, and we were like, "Oh my god, it's real." <laughs> To, from a certain perspective, this could be a long-term troll. That could have been the first step of the long-term troll oh from Thomas. Think about that. Okay. Uh, last Before we get back to the finale stuff in a second, last thing, Angry Ladybug. Um, so for medium. See, that's me. I feel like that's what... Like, I think I'm, like, super vicious, but I, I just imagine that that's what I... It looks like from an outside perspective whenever I'm angry. I'm sorry. The like growling is what like got me. Like, <laughs> and then I always watch with captions, and so it's just like angry mumbling, like every time. <laughs> yeah, I'll say this is one of those uh, times. I'll say that uh, if you've not, if you're a native English speaker and you didn't watch Psycho Media in, in the English dub, I would highly recommend. I don't know what it sounds like in other dubs. I'd highly, highly, highly recommend watching, listening to Christina's v, Christina V's performance. Of it's Angry so Lady good. There's so, so many incredible lines with this. This is one of the best gags that the show has done. It's... Which I. Which there's so many good ones. This I, I, this is one of the hardest times I've laughed at Lady. No, no, literally like, for me, it was like I I I wasn't all in on this episode until the meme. And I, was I like, agree. Oh, I agree. God. There's a shift yeah. when she starts being angry, Ladybug. Then it's like, uh, I mean, the Harry stuff is fine. That's yeah. like not as interesting as the Adrianette. And then once she's like angry, Ladybug, it's like, oh my god, this well, is like so the good. They fully commit to it. Like the secondhand embarrassment you have to go through to get to the angry ladybug is worth it once you get angry ladybug. It really it's, is. So earn, also earn, like you earn, finally earn, get yeah. that like she gets hit with the villain. Oh yeah, that, that doesn't usually happen. Usually it's cat, so that was nice. But then also this yeah. is hilarious. Yeah, let's go through them quickly. So first she she gets hit with the anger beam basically. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's messed up immediately. Like she's cat, cat has to like trap her and pick her up. Yes. Um and uh, she's, she's like flailing, growling. Yeah. Well, um, it's the, the my the best part for me is like he's like, "Ha, I got you," and then she's like, "I'm gonna kill you right now," and she just throws the car. <laughs> like, it's so good. Uh, they she they have to detransform and Tiki's also angry oh my God, uh, after being hit. Okay, the fact that this tiny red creature is eating a pink polka dot macaron and is like, "Oh, you think I'm having a good time?" <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> it was, like losing it, like just it was, ab- so. So at that point, it's already great, and then Marinette starts rattling off her usually cat her usual catchphrases in angry mode. Um, oh my God! Yes, yes, yes. So she uh, angrily, so the, I think this is the best part. So she gets the lucky charm of the helmet and she destroys it angrily. And and Kat's like, it was so obvious for once. You just put it on his head. She's like, yeah, it was so obvious. It made me mad. <laughs> That's so funny. I, like, such good commentary on the, the lucky charm mechanic. Like, like oh my God. The fact that like, not only like we get angry ladybug, it then turns into memeing on the show. Memeing on yeah. the lucky charm. Yeah. Which by by the way, they, we've, we did the lucky charm vision uh, in multiple times in these episodes we did the some of the uh, the like we this is this is a great season for memeing on the lucky charm like we've that's such a it's such a dumb power and we've thoroughly <laughs> deconstructed it at this point like and then the we show also is have thoroughly Kat deconstructed being like the slowest character like like cat like we'd get cat vision yes yeah we yes. have it yeah, and it's yeah, like oh yeah. my god adrian hurry up <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah um okay can the Marinette says, uh, "There, it's over. Everyone can go home now." Oh my god! I like that was, I don't know. There's like a lot of like competition for like which one's the best one. I... And okay, next, get lost, little butterfly, instead yep. of uh, yeah. So good. And then to end, all right, already, miraculous ladybug. <laughs> so good. Like 
so funny. I don't know what's funny. Or get lost or all right already for Texas Ladybug. Like, Max. it's so good. And I'm like, it, like every time it happens, it's just like so funny. We, we, we should end every Ladybug episode with, uh, it's over. Everyone can go home. <laughs> <It's so laughs> good. Like, and she's just so mad. And then like, he has to carry her around so she doesn't beat him up. It's so funny. Yeah. Uh, is spe- a spectacular gag uh, from the the show in this episode. Uh epi- you you might think oh this episode that's been missing it might be kind of a weak episode. This is a, it's it's I think it's a great episode. Like Angry yeah. Ladybug is so amazing and the romance stuff. Um then there's other good stuff in there with the friends and like uh very good episode. I don't know. I love Angry Ladybug. Well, this it's is nice one of my favorites. Classic Ladybug like, a little bit. Ladybug is like Every episode of Ladybug always usually has, like, at least one, like, really funny line. Yeah. But, like, um, yeah. But... It, this episode is just, like, I can't, obviously, you know, there's been a lot of time between episodes, but, like, it's really hard for me to think of, an, like, a gag funnier than Angry Yeah, Ladybug. this is it. We, we, we should do, like, a top ten Ladybug gags. There's obviously good ones, Space Dumpsters, Hollow right. Dad, well, the ones we meme about all the time. There have been really, Anime really Sword. Anime, Anime Sword. Sword. It's a great one. But, like, Angry Ladybug, like, also, are we never getting it again? Because, like, oh, my God, it's so funny. He needs to yeah. bring back all the villains again, including Psych Median, and uh, we get Angry Ladybug again. So funny. Like, Perfect. it's also just the immediate, like, that was a mistake. <laughs> like, she gets, <laughs> like, she just immediately, like, like, she picks up a car and just, th- also, these three episodes, all we're doing is throwing cars. Like, so many cars. <laughs> so many. These episodes, all we're doing is throwing cars, Delaney, that's 2022. All we're doing. Yeah, that's, that's a, that's the title I guess, of the podcast. That's what the show is, yeah. Uh, oh, is that the- <laughs> <laughs> is, is that the title i think that'd be a random title <laughs> we're just throwing cars just throw okay, we can add the throwing cars ladybug uh, colon yeeting something cars. about the range of ladybug i feel like that'd be a bit like a more apt title anyway um i don't know i like throwing cars <laughs> these these three episodes all we're doing is throwing cars. can you put emojis <laughs> in, the, in podcast titles i'm not sure i've never tried it like it's, it's like the angry like starburst a ladybug and then a car okay that's the cryptic type podcast yeah. title just emojis like, like last com- last like, comments on psychomedian no it's just so okay funny. quickly to wrap up let's do our finale speculation probably it's our last podcast before the finale um so i'm glad we gave these episodes room to breathe uh yeah they they deserved it and we're it's long podcast too where we're getting into all of it let me let me go give you our my six so the sixth one was adrian's dissatisfaction so five points now five big ticket big ticket items so it doesn't exist on this outline uh no this is on my personal notes so uh, Mm -hmm. i'll reveal it to you wow did you know did you know delaney i have two sets of notes for a podcast (laughs) i have my notes and then the outline I mean, I know that you just have notes, like you just know. So I have notes, yeah. Oh wait, okay, this is. <laughs> I just remembered because I scrolled all the way down to the end of the notes. Um, the what is his face, Harry or whatever? His laugh made me think of that video where that girl leaves that voicemail, um, and she's like, "I love you and I miss you." <laughs> <laughs> that that does sound like it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
I like I like he explains the comedic. It's a comedic timing, so they know when to laugh. I, I appreciated that. Uh, oh, I acknowledge. I, I liked that, especially after like at that point, I was already exhausted from him doing it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it was after. Yeah. Like, okay. Here's the here's the big ticket items. Okay, I okay. I don't think you guys know this. I will reveal the title of the finale. <gasps> oh no. Just because it's relevant. So the, the finale, every every episode. By the way, we need to remember every episode is, it is named like, okay, after. So the, the finale is two episodes, right? Yeah. Okay, so is it like finale part one, finale part two, or do they have two separate titles? So it's it's the name. So every Ladyboy episode is either the name of the Kumatai's villain or the Sense Monster. So we should always remember that when we look at future titles. Oh, God. So, oh, God. It, but except no. for finales when it's title parentheses and then the subtitle name of the finale so i'll give you the subtitle name so we have the this isn't the akumatizer this is in the in in parentheses uh parentheses shadow moth's final attack part <gasps> one and part two. Oh my god those gasps i don't know how you guys don't know this you've stayed so unspoiled that you genuinely hadn't heard that before i, uh, I know i i i know this information is out there but i am so blissfully unaware on twitter yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I've muted Thomas at this point. I, it's like, I can't. Anyway. Um, okay. The reason I spoiled that is because final attack, that begs the question, is this the last season where Shadow Moth, nay Hawk Moth, is the villain of the show? Well, what happens? Like, oh, my God. There's, there's, we, I feel, we, is we he evolved it. once again? So flashback, you know, whatever years ago when we at the end of season three, we said, is this the end of Hawk Moth? No, he just turned into Shadow Moth. But I, when you say Shadow Moth's final attack, that doesn't imply that he's going to change forms and now be a nega Shadow Moth. Like, <laughs> right. uh, like that implies that. So this is why I brought up Chloe and Lila. Are the, are, are Natalie, Chloe or Lila going to take over as the villain into next season? I mean, yeah, only... I mean, is Natalie like healthy enough to do that? She's on. She, she's fine. She's robot legs. She's no, fine. That's not how that works. She's fine. Oh, robot no. legs. But OK, so this is going to sound uh, dang it. Because you remember how I shared I shared that tweet about Thomas being like, yes, Chloe's going to like come back. if She's going to be yeah. sunshine and rainbows and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah, th- this is a recurring thing. Thomas is sarcastic on Twitter about people who are mad at Chloe's usage in the show. Yes, but do you think that, like, he responded to that one specifically with that exact response because she okay. becomes the new main villain? Well, you could argue Chloe. So this we haven't seen Chloe really for half a season. She was with yeah. the, the, the stuff with her sis- half-sister earlier, right? Oh, yeah, um, we haven't seen her either. But we ha- really haven't. I and mean, she was in... Uh, uh Echo is one of the random heroes um but uh yeah so chloe at the end of season three uh, kind of reverts back from all of her character development and um is villainous again and then we don't do anything with that in season four we're like what's happening with this arc is that all in service of her taking over the hawk moth mantle heading into next season i think this is one of the main possibilities well when you lay out all the options like it has to be chloe because yeah. we haven't seen Lila in like eons. You would think Lila literally not being in the season would she like, would not randomly show up. Like, yeah. does Lila exist? Like she's in uh, she's she in the background. In class. <laughs> Look and at so her. Like, she's taking Chinese painting. It's very nice. I mean, I could see I mean, there is a way that I mean if they want to like now if the show does this, I want you to know that I'm like me discussing this right now makes me like so viscerally angry. So when they do this, I'm gonna die. But like if they, like, you know, let's say the next episode or, the you know, in the first part of the finale, they just bring Lila. They're like, they show, like, Lila throughout the season in the background. 
and she like figured out Marinette's ladybug, and that's why she's in. Sabine's oh, we get class. flash. We get flashbacks. Uh, oh, and yeah. Lila was there the whole time. Oh, yeah, and then and then Lila like I don't know assassinates Gabriel or whatever like oh, whatever happens. Oh man, and becomes the new villain. Assass- 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 it's like the only like, like. But then my thing is like, okay, but literally, what are they gonna do? Like. Does Hawkmoth win? Like, do they just kill him? Like, how do you make Hawkmoth stop? Like, I don't understand. Right. Like, so there's so many steps. And then also, this season has focused a lot on being like, oh, this is what would happen if a wish happened. Yes, definitely. Yes. We're building up to the wish. I assume to In me. Episodes, Marinette's like, oh my god, if this happens. Yeah, you you were lagging a little bit. But to, to me, like, the bigger question is the wish, right? That's, like, right. The, the thing hanging over. And I don't think we're getting that this season. I See, I disagree. That's the okay. thing. I, I think... Go ahead. I was going to say, well, and I think you were probably getting to it, Delaney, is that the only way that Shadow Moth would end or have a final attack is if he gets his wish, right? Or right. unless, like, he's dead or incapacitated. Yeah, Lyle assassinates him. Yeah, Lila assassinates. This is my new theory. Lila kills Gabriel. It's like, uh, what is it? Um, like Arya Stark does in Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lila's list. Yeah. yeah. So to to me, I'm like less interested. Even though this is on my big ticket item list, it's more about uh, Gabriel in general. I'm less interested if he's the villain next season, because like, okay, maybe Natalie is in charge next season and he's consulting in the background like what that could that could be the final attack like whatever um i'm more concerned with the wish i'm more concerned with him in relation to adrian right you know like yeah. like this is just the mechanics like in the uh, the past two finales we've had introduced a new mechanic season two finale introduced scent monsters season three finale uh they fixed the miraculous and now he's shadow moth right so we could do something like that. We could evolve the mythology of the villains. Probably we'll do that. Is is he in charge? Is someone else in charge? Yeah, the wish, like, is the wish coming into play? Well, we have a fake wish here in this finale, and then the real wish is in the season five finale. Um, well, it's hard. Well, so, like, we all, like, we almost had a wish. Like, we were literally, the wish was happening, went back in time, fixed it. So, and part of the reason, like, I think, the one thing that I'm just not sure about, but again, when we talk about evolving mythology, the way this show, like, like we were talking about with the Cinta monsters, we keep talking about the wish. Like, we went from it's this very vague concept to now a very yeah, we have talked about it a lot, yeah. And now, like in the past couple episodes, we keep mentioning it, and we have our funny little splash screen, yeah, of Hawk yeah. making his wish, and it's like, is this going to happen? Because again, what, what what April was saying, the that's the only way Hawkmoth would stop. That's all he wants. He just wants the wish. He wants his wife back. So, is it? Does he like? He makes his wish, but then it's like, okay, well, we don't. As far as we know, that's a full universe reset. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, presumably it'll fail, but like, uh, but then, it, or, it's a, it, or there's gonna be a new there's gonna be a new mechanic, which I'm okay with new mechanic. But I was like, going to say, a new mechanic is fine, but I feel like it's, I'm going to use the phrase, it's in poor taste to change your main villain a season before the end of the original story arc. 
That's you know what I yeah, mean? It, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. We'll see. I mean, I think they could do it in ways. If if he's involved, like, like that's why I'm, like, him consulting. You know, I think he would be involved. Like, I think. Uh, or, like, maybe Adrian's in danger. Or another thing I came up with while we were talking was that if Natalie, like, so my joke that Lila assassinates Gabriel, what if Natalie's, like, it's, like, Gabriel has put himself in danger in seeking this attack? And Natalie then steps in to end it, prevent it, or whatever, to protect Gabriel. <gasps> Natalie dies. Like, oh, you know, no. something like... after uh, Right after she recovered. Right after, <laughs> or, or, right after she recovered. Or the peacock miraculous gets damaged again. And then we take away the Santa monster element. I will say if the peacock miraculous gets damaged again, I will be extra- extraordinarily upset. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I will. I, I will say about Natalie. She has been lurking the whole season. She has. We've been. consistently shown her in her situation, so we could do something with her for She's sure. She's slowly getting better. She's still yeah. got that cough. It's okay. We all do. Probably. It's. I do think probably will have Natalie. Okay. Big asterisk to all of these items. I will say, like we mentioned, they make season four and five together. Uh, we the season five is the big finale. This is kind of more of a mid-season finale, what we're getting here. So nothing has to be addressed here because these are kind of the same season. But I would like if they actually wrap up things. But don't call it a final attack if, like... Yeah, we'll see what that means. Unless, like, you're literally going to make this, like, his final attack. And then we start season five and, like, there's just no, like, villain you know what that'd I mean? be interesting yeah like gabriel like legitimately gives up and he's like he's like i just oh man i literally can't do this anymore and then like, i would love if we we had like a two-part season five premiere but that like didn't have the same structure where like there wasn't a villain there's yeah. no same structure of the show we break format like, and then we're like bam this is gonna be a big season well like, maybe- it literally turns into like a lifestyle or what is it like a slice of life like yeah. show like, for like for like three episodes and for, then something yeah. else, you know i mean maybe this is i mean even like kind of involving natalie but like again the only things that we know would stop gabriel are adrian would be in danger and making the wish and maybe he does almost do something to adrian and he's like i have to stop yeah and he almost got found out like felix knows he's hawk moth that that's another good point yeah yeah he could he could stop in some fashion and it's a good point that the wish is is top of mind here so let's keep that in mind it would be surprising if the ultimate final wish happened not before the series finale you know the season five finale but that just because you know you make the wish doesn't mean that it's the end of the it's and like there's ways to do it i agree yeah. so also i do there. think there's a way to make the wish and the show keeps its current format like oh like, yeah like how do we like i mean we don't know like maybe he makes the wish right, so, th- so that they they claimed that the wish would completely erase everything we know but what if it really just changes something yeah or, what if it or, really just brings her back to life or it erases everything but it rebuilds it like we could have kind in of the like exact a, same way and they keep their memories out of yeah. Yeah. yeah or like it's like you know a back to the future thing like it's just slightly altered yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay uh it's it's a good thing to keep in mind okay quickly uh the other points uh okay. we talked about uh will marinette ask adrian out we talked about it okay romance progression subset lady noir Probably that's not as pressing as Marinette asking Adrian out. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. These, these are definitely top of mind. Number three, will we get a Santa Monster reveal? We've talked about this. Uh, 
you know, I'm doubting it more than in the past. I was like, it's definitely happening. I'm I'm starting to doubt it more, but uh No, I'm even more sure that he's a Senta monster. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, no, I like he's a Senta monster, but will they sh- tell us oh, this? Okay, in the okay, finale? that's fair. I don't know. I it's hard. It's hard to know. As there's less yeah. and less time left, I'm like, there's less time, you know. Well, I don't know. Like and then now you bring in the last attack. I'm like, what's gonna happen? Like But we also for or, or I guess maybe like we've pushed it aside in our own thought that this show can change a lot very quickly and do so successfully. That's true. Yeah. I think so. I think I think we should still do this for sure. This is Ooh. number two. Number two on my most wanted list. Uh, like, and not in terms of personal wants, in terms of the season, what we've done this season, what needs to happen this season uh, is like number one, Marin Dadis can Adrian out. Number two, please tell us Adrian's a center monster. Adrian doesn't need to know yet, but. We'd also, also like just incredible like you know me just thinking at this moment like to come from oh my god she told alia she's ladybug to here where we are right now is yeah my number, number number four alia's role in the show yes so like, there's so many pieces and like the fact that we're having this discussion as in like in reality these things could happen yeah uh yeah so alia's role we've done big things with alia uh, we've done many different things with the concept of her knowing who Marinette is. What will we do in the finale? Almost certainly something involved. Or in anything. Like, basically what April was saying. Like, I don't know at this point what the show is going to do in the finale. Because we, you can, they've completely changed everything in, like, the, like, last three minutes of an episode. So... Yeah, we could. Yeah. We could. No, I agree. Um, Alia specifically, I don't need any anything specific to happen with Alia, but she needs to be featured considering this is the Alia season. Yes. Um, yeah. N- number five, how will Marinette's role as the Guardian progress? Yeah, we're will hinting. We get any, we keep, any identity we, reveals? This is what we talked about earlier. We keep Luka knowing cards. more heroes. We're working towards the concept that we saw in the future of Marinette running the hero team. So, um, yeah, I don't. Th- again, I don't think anything needs to happen here, but certainly some identity thing could happen. I mean, we're pushing this. it. Like it, that's kind of also something that um, the most recent episode has like put into play. So, in addition to you know Cat's role, it's also Marinette's the guardian. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um... Any final comments on that and wrap turning it into final comments of this podcast as we've gone a long time here, April? Um, I mean, anything can happen at this point. Uh, you know, sh- like Shadow Ma could win the Super Bowl, bring it <laughs> home for the team. <laughs> Everyone goes to Disneyland. Or we could... Uh, we could have literally nothing happen. Like, l- literally nothing could happen in the finale because we've had that happen before, too. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, we, we've season two, three finales, very good. Big things relative to those seasons happening. But the stuff we're talking about here, yeah. we've not gotten, gotten that yet. So, yeah. I, I mean, agree. I think if anything, like... The title is just throwing me off so much. Same. But also, I don't. This is like, why Dylan did this. I know because I also <laughs> don't want it to like. I, I'm like, there's no way that it could really do anything, because. The title. The title of the season three finale was the Battle of the Miraculous. Right. Yeah. 
Does that matter? Did that have any? I mean, no, I not really. So this could really literally it, it, could, mean it might not matter. Because how yeah. many times have we had like, like, oh, this, this is my best effort ever. <laughs> season two finale was Heroes Day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, we'll see. It could we'll literally. See it, the I mean, title could literally be fair, Battle of the Miraculous is Marinette being the guardian. That's true. Yeah, so what what indirectly is being said by this title that we will understand? I mean, I do think I it implies a new villain or that there isn't a villain. Season three finale, Marinette took over as the Guardian. That was pretty big. Yeah, that's like so. That's what I'm saying is like you know sometimes the finale is like oh okay, and then we come into the next season. I mean, we came into season four and they're like, and then like like Marinette's like I'm Ladybug and it's like oh my god what and we're like, like this is like the second episode Ermagerd yeah literally Ermagerd like who like I think we could have like you know we can have a less than stellar quote unquote like finale and then they just like hit us with that sledgehammer again on the premiere but also I I don't know yeah Delaney final thoughts I'm excited and terrified for the next three episodes. I'm ready to die with you guys. Yeah, that's yeah, we're, we're going over. into battle. <laughs> we are literally going into this battle. This is over. Done. <laughs> Done. It's yeah. not even battle. There's an asteroid coming and we're just watching it. Because <laughs> this don't look up. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a, that's exactly what it is. It's a trait. We're Adrian equals sent a monster asteroid is hurtling towards us and we're and all the phantom is ignoring it. Look up, people. He's a yeah, center monster. Look, look, he's a center monster. <laughs> We've been telling you all along. They're all this all for years on this podcast. <laughs> it just makes me think of uh what is it? It's South Park, whatever they talk about Al Gore and Man Bear Pig. And he's yeah. like, I'm super serial, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we've been we've been we've been serious this whole time I'm super okay. okay we'll see look if if and look if we get the center monster of y'all get ready for the uh adrian equals center monster confirmed party on this party. podcast it's gonna be party. a parade there's gonna yeah. be like we're gonna build a float get ready we're if that happens world tour <laughs> yeah like there's it's we're gonna be like, our homes yeah it's gonna be like we were right and we're gonna go to paris and we're gonna be like yeah, what are we going to do there? We're literally Go to the top of the like Eiffel Tower and shout from the rooftops. We're going to have, that... have a banner. Yeah, we'll put a banner up, Adrian equals Cinnamon Monster, and then before the they can take it off, the authorities can we, take we it away. It we said it first. Yeah, before they <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get pictures of the Eiffel Tower spouting up Adrian as Cinnamon Monster. Also, um, we're in full cosplay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and full, yeah, Ladybug and Cat cosplay. We're just kidding. This is not a threat to the Eiffel Tower. Please ignore this. Yeah, we're not threatening Parisian anything. authorities. We're, just go we're joking. It. This is a joke. Okay. A, we're just um, going to visit it and bring a banner with us. Well, yeah, we can put the banner like on the ground in front of it. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get the satellite picture. Yeah, exactly. And get this Google Earth. We'll okay. get a drone. Just hold up the banner. Have someone else take the picture of us. That's, what, that's why That's why we're bringing Tanya. Thomas is taking the No, Thomas. Thomas is taking <laughs> the All right, Thomas, here's the deal. If we're top. right, okay. you have to take okay, our picture. That's, that's it. <laughs> We did it. Tired. How long is this? It's like about two hours. Like, look, we did it. I'm surprised you made it this far. Did we? Did we? Make I'm the it? one that's ending it. I'm the one. Not not. You're Delaney. the one who's ending it. Also, my favorite is that. What is it? Before we, you were just like, oh, do we want to do like all of the episodes look together? I was like, no, no. Oh yeah, you mean the six hour podcast that this was gonna be? <laughs> yeah, we, we we could have waited a week, but yeah, no, this was this was that would have been a mistake. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, 
okay, we will be back in three weeks to talk about the the you know I want the the last episode before the finale and then the two finale episodes and all will be discussed. What will happen? Four Santa hour monster podcast. party. Uh, Adrianette confirms party. We'll see. Probably, hopefully, one of them. We'll properly uh, prepare for all of them. Gabriel died funeral. April <gasps> weeping the whole time. I we'll will dress up for that. Yeah, okay, a- so, April in full. And so uh, me and Dylan, it's not we're no longer the DJs in the dead wife garden. It's in the dead Gabriel garden. <laughs> oh my gosh, we don't have time to explore this concept, Lenny. Why are you bring this up right now? Dead Gabriel garden. Um, I'm just imagining myself in like, you know, the red... like full Victorian morning. Yeah, like full Victorian, like the veil, the black veil, and everything. We have to do if, if Gabriel like actually dies, which won't happen. But if you, we have to do a video podcast, and you're actually dressed up in like, yeah. Full. And I'm <laughs> like gonna, that'd be so I'm good. I'm gonna cry. Like I'll just have like makeup running. Down. You would just be crying the whole podcast, yeah. and we'd be trying to talk over you. That yeah, that's yeah. either. <laughs> It's just me looking. The more we talk about, yeah, and like the we keep bringing up like to discuss like his death, and then you just like more hysterically sob every time we mention, yeah. <laughs> like a widow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so many possibilities. We'll see. All dependent on this finale. Let us know all your comments. No spoilers in the comments. Um, Overlyanimated.com. Uh, consider supporting us on Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/OverlyAnimated. Thanks to all our current patrons, especially our patrons of the podcast, Phonition. And thanks to I Star Painting Executive Producer Steve Michael M. Phonician. Um, yep, next podcast probably Ladybug, but we'll see. If, uh, make sure you subscribe to not miss our big finale discussion. Thank you guys for listening. We will see you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.